evening. Good evening. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Yeah, I just got home. You just got home? Yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I didn't just get home, but I've been helping Simone with her home. Been doing a lot of running around. Oh, okay. So, we are waiting on our guest. I gave her the link, so. Okay. All right. So, um, let's go ahead and um, did you have a did you have a good day? Was your day crazy? No, no. I just had the interview and um, lessons. I've, I just that's where I just came from. I almost okay. lost track of time because it was like three DJs there. Okay. Kinda, he set me up. So. <laughs> so um. Yeah. So then next thing you know, we just started doing our own stuff, and then I was like, "Oh shoot!" It was eight. It was like it was eight eight thirty. Oh, mm-hmm. hello. Hey. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to. Have you on the podcast? Thanks for having me. Nah, no problem, no problem. So uh, this is my co-host, uh, Latoya. Hi. Hey, okay. Hi. Uh, do you go by CJ or Sierra? Um, either one. Okay. Hey, how are you? It's great to have you on. I've been reading your um manuscript. I'm excited about discussing it tonight. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to say please forgive me because I did write down all my notes and everything this evening and then I left it at the hair salon. (laughs) Really? But no, but it's all It'll come back to you. Oh no, it's going to come back. (laughs) It was good. It was good. So no, it's going to come back. Um, So yeah, but I I do have some um, really interesting questions. So um, however you want to start off, um, sir, I'm good with that. Okay, so all right, let's get started. So this is, my name is Joseph M. Melton Jr., a.k.a. DJ Melton, the building. And we have <laughs> my co-host, Latoya. Latoya. Y'all know yes. Latoya, don't be nothing else. It's all okay. Good. <laughs> it's all good. And then we have a special guest. Yeah. Uh, her name is Sierra, Miss Jeter, in the building. Hey. C- 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 sincerely, CJ, go get her book, please. And um, yeah. she's she's gracious yeah. enough to bless us tonight, and she's gonna uh, talk about her book and um, give us the inside and the in scopes of everything. So, um, I'm I'm gonna I don't have any notes or anything. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna be in the background. So. I might ask a question here and there, but I'm going to love to listen. So this is going to be great tonight. I'm so excited about you listening. I can't wait till you read the book. Yeah, I need I need to read the book, Sierra. So I need to get the book. <laughs> yes. So are you, giving, are, you, are you giving promotional books? Oh, my God. What? No, I'm not. Hey, I tried. <laughs> Why we always trying to get the hookup? We already need this <laughs> Black folks are. I purchased my book full price. Didn't reach out to Sierra, although she was gracious enough to send me the manuscript because I didn't get it in time. Why are you oh, trying really? to do that? You know better. I already so told you about that with your DJ. 
Yeah, but this is okay. So, mm-hmm. you no, know, so so my question is how 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 do I get the manuscript? Mm mm mm. Oh, we don't I, get the manuscript mm-hmm. unless we get the book. I listen. No, we only got the manuscript because the book did not reach her in time. Oh, okay. So she okay. was. So she sent me an email and said, "Hey, here's um a piece of the manuscript so that you can be prepared for tonight." Okay, so that was mouth. great because I was sitting there like I have no idea what the book is about, so I don't know what the you know. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was great, so it was perfect, and it was just enough for me to be able to formulate some questions. Okay, so I'm, I'm a definitely, I'm a definitely, definitely support by this book. So I, I can't wait to hear about it. Okay. So, um, so, so, you so, 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 Second one. Um, it's it's technically my third. Mm-hmm. Like my very first one was an ebook. Okay. So my 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 background, my professional background is project management. So I created a little ebook to teach people how to launch their businesses. Awesome. Okay. In more efficient, more productive way. Okay. Um, based on project management methodology. Nice. That's something that we can yeah. use, Joseph. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my first one. Okay. You had a book and then release? my second one. Yeah, the book released to the first one. I, no, it was just it, I I created it primarily for my clients. Oh, okay. Uh, for a master ma- a master class that I was giving, but I later um, you know have it for sale like on my website and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So then your second yeah, book was. Uh, the second book is called The Unmasking, Unlocking the Power of Vulnerability. And this is probably my 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 presentation of myself to the world. Like, this is who I am at my core, and I'm not going to apologize, apologize about it anymore. Um, so that's basically what that second book was about. And then you got my third one, which is basically about my dating life. And I picked... A, a few guys that I've had experiences with that I wanted to, that had the most impact on me, that I wanted to um, write letters to. And these letters actually started off as something my therapist suggested for me to do because I had a lot of pent-up bitterness, a lot of pent-up anger inside as it relates to these relationships. Okay. And so I initially, like, the the foundational purpose of this book was for my own personal healing uh, so that I can release these these experiences, these men from my space. Um, because I strongly believe that we can't, God can't bring us who is for us if someone else is in their place. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, you know what, I need to clean house. Like they may not physically be here or they may not be like someone I'm with currently, but they still hold a place in my heart and in my energy that I need to disconnect with. And this was part of my journey to disconnecting from them. Okay. I appreciate that sounds awesome. So you said three three men that you wrote a left? No, um, it's a total of about five. I think it's five. Five, maybe six. Okay. Um, men that I specifically write to. Um, okay. 
so that they had like I don't even know what to say about them because I I don't like to shade people in a lot of like if you uh, your initial reaction to reading some of the stuff that I shared is like oh she like she putting these niggas on blast (laughs) (laughs) so I don't even though it comes off like that initially like this is my truth and no matter everybody has their truth everybody has their side to the story and this is mine and I don't just say what they did but I also admit to my own role in these situations as well okay I can I can tell from just the um little bit of reading that I did that you were trying to be as cautious as possible without throwing shade I was able to do that, but I'm a woman. So, you know, men may not take it (laughs) the same way. Oh, no. I mean, I had one of my exes that I actually wrote about in the book hit me up. I was like, oh, I heard you released a new book. And he was like, I know you had nothing but great things to say about me. And I was like, "Ah, okay, bro. Wow. Interesting. Okay. I'm like, you know, you got to buy the book to find out. Ain't no freebies over here. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> so one, of the, one of the things that I read in a book in the, well, there was, um, uh, I think the first thing that I noticed, um, it might've been a first or the second thing, but one of the things, and you just mentioned it again, is your therapist, you know. Uh-huh. I just want to go ahead and touch on that because when you say therapist, black folk run. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, you know, you're saying or you're trying to say I'm not mentally stable. And I think and I just want to say that I don't I don't look at therapists as a negative. I look at it as us acknowledging there are some things that we cannot deal with on our own on our own. Yeah. And we need a professional to help us to get to that space of understanding when you're reacting or not reacting to a certain thing. And I noticed that your sessions with your therapist, that she recognized that you were holding back on some painful things, how you just kind of kept the same tone and you just kind of flew by the painful stuff and the things that really, um, the, things that really cause you to start breaking and the things that broke you. And she helped mm-hmm. you identify that. And when you were able to identify that, I think that that's when it opened up the door for you to begin healing. Absolutely. And I think that, I think the biggest misconception that we have, especially as black women, when it comes to therapy is that we're, we're, we're taught, we're raised to, look like everything's okay and mm-hmm. and just be okay when inside our world is falling yes. apart. Yes. Like we're taught to not allow people to see us weak. Mm-hmm. Like we're taught don't don't make a mistake. Like mm-hmm. we're taught that. Exactly. You know, we're taught to appear to be strong and to like we can't have a weak moment. So even in therapy, I pre- this is why I love my therapist because she pulls that out. She can sense mm-hmm. She can sift through all of that BS, and and she's like, okay, so this is what it sounds like to me. You know what I mean? She's just like, I mean, even some things that I've done to people, she was like, you know, that wasn't very, like, that's not, come on, let's be an adult. Like, you're a grown woman. You can behave better than this. Right. Um, so it, it, but that space in being in therapy for me has a, and it even took time for me to be, 
raw and open in therapy, like, and admitting, yeah, this hurt me for a long time. And I've been going to therapy for almost six years now, mm-hmm. like twice a month for almost six years wow. consistently. No breaks. <laughs> wow. 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 Um, because I, my mental health is very important to me. And I don't, and, 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 and coming from, you know, growing up in church where they tell you to pray about it and, and ask God Come to on. deliver you from it. It's like, Come on. it's more to it than just you, me casting out a demon. It's more to it than me saying, you know, God help me with depression or help me with anxiety or help me with mood disorder, whatever it is. It's more to it than just speaking that. I don't believe that God created doctors and therapists and psychologists for us to not utilize their mm-hmm. gifts. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, it, it just, once I got out of that mentality that I was raising in the church, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I went all in. I was like, okay, right. I, I'm starting to discover who I truly am. And I like her, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I started to like, okay, you know what? I like who I really am, so I'm not going to be who someone else wants me to be. I'm not going to keep pretending I'm okay when I'm not okay. Yeah. I am going to be honest and raw about my feelings and not apologize <clears throat> for it if how I feel hurts someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause this is my truth and it's in and, and my intention and my motive is never to hurt someone else, but I can't be so focused on how, how I feel is going to make you feel that I don't allow myself to actually feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I just thought that was very profound when I was reading the book and then I, I thought it was even um, more profound when your therapist actually bought some things out that you were able to recognize. Um, and then I love the fact that you started off your, <coughs> that you started off your letters with Dear Daddy. Because one of the things that I always tell um, people who talk to me is that you have to get to the root of the problem. You weren't in a six-year relationship, and all of a sudden, uh, six years in, things started looking ugly. You know, where did this start? How, what, at what state in your life were you when you entered into the relationship? And so when you took it all the way back to your dad and you just really had to do some soul searching and try and figure out why you were dealing with the things that you were dealing with and why you were selecting the men that you were selecting. And Mm -hmm. I think even in the, I think part of, um, I don't know if it was in your in a part where you were talking about dear daddy or was it in, in the introduction where you basically said this is how we were raised in a church uh, and it's funny I was raised in church too as a little girl and I was always taught that you know a man who finds a wife finds a good thing and we're just standing in a church thinking oh you know um, is he going to select me and we're eagerly anticipating right. the selection process and then once yeah, he selects yeah. us to date us then we have to wait for him to decide that we're the one or not the one that he chooses to marry Listen, you know, listen. so I just really, I just that—that's that, probably the the truth that hurt. Shoot, we lost her. Text her and tell her we lost her. Okay. When I dropped off earlier, I was able to click right back in. Okay. With the same. 
Okay. Dang, it was getting good too. Yeah, I know, I know. I do like her book really takes us through a journey. And that's really how she explains it in the introduction. You know, I hope that you enjoy this journey that you're going on with me. There were some things that I had some eyebrow raises about. I like the way that she was, she seemed to be very transparent and unapologetic about some things. And I also like the way that she said that this book is part of her healing and her personal healing and helping others, hopefully. So it wasn't to bash men, right? Okay, okay. I do like that. And I can tell in her writing and her letters that that's how she approached it as well. Okay. So, so yeah, I I was very appreciative of that. Um, The writing was really... I really like the way she took us on a journey from, and it, and it made sense the way she went from, um, how she went from letter to letter, the, um, the order in which she went. So it was good. Okay. So she talked about like how she went on a date or something like that. So she, so she has titles. The titles are funny. So the titles of the chapters, like one, cause you know, this one is sincerely CJ. So she signs every letter. With okay. Oh, uh, there, there she go. Hey, Damn, I was going in. <laughs> Listen, I know it was, like, it was just getting good. I uh, know. I was, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, wait. I don't hear no amens or nothing. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm going in right so, now. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now, so. So, so you guys, now you got to start over from. Look, we're sorry. We have this issue every now and then. We didn't have it last time. It was good last time, I think. I think it's crazy because I feel like my screen timed out and it shouldn't because I'm in the app. Oh, are you using it from your computer? No, I'm using it on my phone. phone. Okay, okay. Phone's charged up. Everything's good. So I'm like, I was going to edit it. I'm like, why is my screen black? (laughs) <laughs> All right, so now you got to start right, over. So go back to your question again so I can try to figure out where I was. So, oh God, what was, oh, I was talking about how it started in the church about us being selected or not selected, us women. So we're eagerly anticipating being selected by these men and they choose mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. To, to whether they want to ask us out and then they make the, and then we have to wait for the decision after we waited for them to ask us out. We have to wait for the decision whether they want to marry us or not. Right. Yes. Okay. So what I was saying was that is a a huge complex for me because when my dad left the home when I was how old was that? I feel like it was like 94, 95. I don't remember how old I was. But when he left I constantly felt like I was in competition with a whole nother family because he left us and he remarried and they had, you know, she, the the woman already had kids. So he already planned dad with another family basically. And I was just like that extra addition on the weekends and that's it. So I always battled with this issue of never being chosen Um, I was with a guy for eight years, and at the end of those eight years, he said to me, you're not the one for me. Oh, my. So, 
now I'm still again replaying that whole why okay. is choosing me what's wrong with me like I had this whole big issue about feeling inadequate because mm -hmm. I was being rejected and I could never understand it. And when I'm talking to my therapist is when I realized it started with my dad. Mm -hmm. It started with me feeling like he abandoned me, like I, like he didn't choose me, like I wasn't enough, that he mm -hmm. had to go out and find uh, other kids to be, to play kid, you know, father, daughter, son stuff with, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt. But the crazy thing about this chapter is I actually sent him the chapter so he could read it because I didn't want to catch no smoke once his book came out and family start reading it and then they like calling him up and he ain't read it yet. Right. Um, and <clears throat> his reaction, I don't, I don't, I still don't know how to feel about it, but his reaction was basically running down a list of things of when he was there for me. Right. And, and, and you kind of suppressed that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So he ran down this list of all these things about when he was there for me and how much he loved me and how what he would do for me. And, mm -hmm. and for me, it made me take a look back at myself in my relationships with men romantically mm -hmm. and how we, we magnify yes, the things that hurt so, the, so bad mm -hmm. the yep. most that we can't recall the good that someone has done for us. Come on. And yeah, we do that. And it's like, that's hold on, hold on, hold on. Explain that. What is, what is magnify the things so, that, she's saying from a woman's perspective we uh -huh. will blow things out of proportion after you've heard us and then that puts all you've heard us once and all of the 10 great things that you've done we have totally forgotten about that we have decided we have chosen to dismiss that okay okay so we okay. magnify and, and and we and it's almost like we magnify everything else so that we can suppress the good stuff it's so weird yeah. it's like it's like yeah. we're forcing ourselves to hold on to hold on hold on why are we using big words oh. suppress oh, suppress is not a big word bro that is not even <laughs> that is not, That's not no. a big word <laughs> sir. sir go ahead and look it up on your computer while we're talking and pretend like you know <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> so mad with you. <laughs> so so I so listen, this is learning for you. I'm serious for you and other men. Like we're being and we're being transparent about this. And it's very hard for us as women. It's not that we don't want to be, I don't think. I think that sometimes we just don't realize that we're doing these things. Uh -huh. Until we read somebody's book of somebody who went to therapy and helped them get out of it, because I'm too embarrassed to go to therapy, so I'm gonna let CJ go for me, and then tell me what she learned, and I'm gonna figure it out. You know, it's just you know, I mean, seriously, uh, we'll do that. We'll read a book. Uh -huh. or read you know, when we was younger, we always had to pick up seventeen. So I'm about this how you get to God. 
All right, so um, how what 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 what, what is one thing a man can do to hurt? I mean, it might be a dumb question, though, but this is a question that to hurt to hurt us or yes, yes, to hurt to hurt a yes to hurt a woman. I think it's different with every woman, mm-hmm. but probably the same. <laughs> but for me, it's it's lie. Okay. Lie like. I personally, okay. like, I know that I have, I can react irrationally to some things depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. I know that about myself, but I also know that my reaction will be worse if I found out from someone other than you. Right. Like, it's going to be whole, like, left field at, the, at this point. But for me, like, I, I, I feel like I'm an understanding person. Like, if you come to me being honest and raw and real, and transparent and vulnerable and all that good stuff. I'm gonna take it for what it is and and decide what I'm gonna how I'm gonna move forward. What's what's the best direction for me to move forward for myself? Based on whatever it is that you told me. Like I appreciate that you didn't lie, and I want for me it's like I won't even react in that moment in a in an angry way. But just know that based on what you said to me. I now have to decide what's best for me. And then also, when you lie, like, you make, you it's, it's, it feels like betrayal. Like, yeah. Yeah. It feels, it, it's, I think that lying, while cheating is lying, I feel like for you to, like, for, for someone I'm with to go sleep with another woman and I find out about it, say, through social media or through something else other than you, like, that's betrayal to me because that says to me several things. One, you didn't honor me enough to be real with me that you ain't checking for me no more. Mm-hmm. Like that, like, right, right. Like to just be real. Like it's I don't care if you feel like you want to go and be out there, or even if you want to be out there with more than one person. Let me choose, make the conscious decision if I want to be there or not. Like don't lie to me about it and force me to be in a situation that I don't want to be in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I agree with so you. So lying. It, it, I mean, it lying. depends on, you know, every woman is different. You know, it depends on what her needs and her requirements are. And Okay. Just, I mean, and lying is definitely at the top of the scale. You know, just be Absolutely. honest. If you, like, like she said, if you're not checking for me no more, then let me know so I can make it. I feel like we have been we have been subjected to having our choices made for us by the men that we've chosen to be in relationships with, uh-huh. and I I don't think that that's fair, and I think it's very important. I think I mean we're we're in a different age now. I mean you listen, you have plenty plenty of women who are out here willing to just you know, kind of, you know, be open like we all grown. You know, when I see you, I see you. We sleep together. We sleep together. We don't. We don't. You know, I can talk to you every two months and, you know, we can have a good time and leave. I mean, it's so many people who are open for that. I think more women prefer for um, for men to be honest with them. And I just, I, even men too, I think we just prefer men to be honest with us and we would react a lot differently. At least give us the choice. Now, I'm not saying that if you come to me and tell me I'm, I, you know, I cheated or I'm not checking for you no more that I'm going to stay running behind you. 
it at least gave me a choice and you were honest. So I can make that decision. You know what? Well, I don't want to be in this situation. I, I think the reason why we don't do that is because if now if I come to you, what may come to y'all and say, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. You're going to look at me like, why, I mean, what, where did that come from? And then we got to explain, and then it's the crying, and then it's the, you know, so it's better off. Who dropped off? Okay. It's... <laughs> she dropped off. Okay. Pause. She'll get back on. It's better off. Okay. Hold on, pause. Play some music. Play some music. Okay. <clears throat> music break? Oh, she back. <laughs> oh, she back? Okay, I was okay. about to play some music. Uh-huh. So it's better off. It's, it's, it's better. I mean, some, sometimes for some men, it's better off. Just like, on, just like that movie, I hate Baby Boy. Mm. What do you say? I lied to you because I care about your feelings. Oh, my God. So, He's an idiot. So, no, in that, in that, spe- in that perspective, you lie you because you're selfish. Thing to do. Yep. Because you don't want no, smoke, well, you don't want no drama. You, you lie right, so, you're a coward. Thank you. Right. So, but, but, but we, we say, but we're, but as a man, we're lying because we don't want to deal with the emotional side of, I'm going to tell you the truth. And then you're going to start crying in my face. And then I got to, you know, I got to reconcile what you're, what you're crying about. Mm. Or you get mad or, you know, you start throwing things, even though it's a possibility. It's, we'll take that chance that you might not find out, even though, you know, me, men are stupid. We're not, we, uh, you know, we, we're going to, women are going to find out because our men do not know women have the intuition. They know so, they have it. They just don't care. Well, they, yeah, you're right. They know, but they, they underestimate. They underestimate uh-huh. women. They underestimate some women and wrote to play a handbook. Yes, they underestimate. They just think that women will not are not smart enough yeah. to find out, and that's not you know, true. You know, and you know, I always refer. Let me tell you why men underestimate women because women more than more times than not we react based on emotions and not logic so the reason why we're underestimated is because we are going to tell ourselves emotionally this man has told me that he cares for me he has painted this picture for me and he said he wants to be with me it doesn't look like a bag is in there honey um, he, he says that he wants to be with me. So we'll go over that. And then if the chemistry is there and his words align, even if his actions don't align, let us have some chemistry and his words sound sweet. Hmm. We all in for a long time. We blind. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why, I mean, and I always refer men to watch a thin line between love and hate. Oh, you stupid. Because, <laughs> um, because that's, that's one where Martin Underestimated. Mm. Oh yeah. The, I mean the 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 um the girl. I forget now. I forget her name, and that's my movie. But, yes, he underestimated her. He didn't think that she would do that, and that's what most men do. Especially when I was in college, I would say, "Do not mess with that girl. Do not play with her emotions." Like, oh, she's not gonna do nothing. She not this. She not that. And next thing you know. She's banging on his door. She's, you know, ripping things down and everything. 
So, and I'm yep. like, I told you that, that I told you not to do that. Yeah. So, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the problem. Men underestimate women and their feelings and their research. And, you know, and I said it, I said it before we would know who killed Tupac and Biggie and women investigated you stupid the situation oh, you because women do, women women do way better research i don't know I, don't, I just don't understand why they let men do this research because we couldn't find jack we still can't find nothing but a woman on that plane that disappeared in malaysia <laughs> <laughs> but we, a woman find it <laughs> yes a woman will find it you know, and right. i and i would say and i was if i was a director i would hire nothing but women i would not hire a man i would hire a woman and i would say look and i would hire i mean i would i'm sorry but i would have to hire a woman of color and i would say act like this man cheated on you and go find it go find out who killed biggie and tupac i bet you we'll find an answer let me just i want to chime in real in quick. the first 48 <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> So I just would like to say um, uh, there's something that you said, Joe, that kind of um, it bothers me that you as a man are saying this. It bothers me because it, it's um, I feel like if you feel like this, if you being one man feel like this, there's a possibility that there are many that feel the way that you do. The reason why you guys hold back your honesty about certain things is because you're trying to protect our feelings. It's, um, it's in, I also believe that it's a form of respect, respecting my space, respecting my time, and respecting my energy, right? So when you're talking about respect on all of those levels, why waste my time? You know, why, you know, bring that negative energy around me if you know that you have lost interest? So well, why, we didn't lose we didn't hundred percent lose interest. But we still want to keep the physical. We we, we I'ma just say this. Um we didn't hundred yeah, like I said we didn't hundred percent lose interest. We still have interest, it's just that you're lacking in a certain area. Oh. Like my boy. Wait, hold on, hold on, pause, back up. Okay. So we all have flaws, but but there's something specific that I'm trying to get to. The specific thing okay. I'm trying to get to is that men, you stated that men hold back because you guys, I mean, you don't tell the truth. One of the reasons why you don't tell the truth is because you guys don't want to deal with the emotional aspect right. that, that could possibly come along with it. Right. Um, when my when my ex was like, um, yeah, I'm done with this. I was emotional and then I hit him with the deuces and he's blocked now, you know, like I'm good with that. And he's, and he's not blocked because he, you know, because we had a, a horrible falling out, but he's blocked because he used to try to play these mind games and I don't have time for you to mess with my energy. Uh-huh. I do not, I will not allow you to mess up my energy. I'm a very personally happy person. And when you start doing little things like texting me or calling me like at random hours of the night or text or calling me early in the morning, like you, my man, no, Mm-mm. pause. Yeah. Right. So women I mean, like that, and not that old thing, but but listen. But you have to, you have to own up to if you as a man own up to you not even if things got okay. Yep. 
Uh-huh. Even if things got, even if, if, if things aren't the way they used to be, if she's quote unquote lacking in a certain area, make a choice. It's not fair for you to be walking around here talking about, well, she's good here, but I don't want her in my face any other time. That's the point that CJ and I are trying to, are trying to make. Be honest. Right. And I think that, I think that the biggest, like, Thing that we ha- when it comes to relationships, we don't communicate what it is that we need, yes. and I think that that's both men and women. And if this is look, um, therapy plug. This is another thing I've learned in therapy to communicate very specifically what it is that I need. So I I personally think that a lack of interest in a woman is an excuse, especially if you yes. didn't say anything to her about what it is that you need, yes, exactly. and vice versa. So if I'm tell if if I'm pissed off at whoever I'm seeing because they're not texting me good morning every morning, right. like, if I didn't tell them, like, I, this is what I need to feel love from you. Like, I need you to do this. Like, this is what I like. Like, if I'm not telling you what it is that I like and what makes me feel good, then you're not going to do it. Right. And right. We, but, but, but in our defense... And we have oh, to manage yeah, expectations to say, up but... front. No making assumptions and manage expectations right. up front. That's why we court. That's how you cultivate a relationship is through the communication. And that's how you sustain a relationship is through the communication. So if you start the relationship off with terrible communication, then you're probably going to go throughout it unhappy on your end and the um, woman's end. So I do agree. It's us having to manage our expectations up front. Let me know what your needs and wants are. And then I'll let you know what my needs and wants are so that we can, you know, make sure that we're on the same page. And when things start right. looking a little foggy, then we need to address it again. I mean, nobody's right. perfect. Address it again. It's not that I'm ignoring. Then, and, right. And then, too, I'm like, shoot, then I can let you know what I'm not going to do that you like. And we're going to have to find some compromise. Like, <laughs> if, I, if somebody tells me they need me to do something that's a little bit too left field for me, it's like, nah, dog, that'll be a no for me, dog. I can't love you that way. Right, right. So, but I can, all the other ways you requested, I can love you that way. Right. Except this one. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I appreciate, like, the communication in the beginning. Like, I've been on, I'm on all these kinds of dating sites. You are? I oh, am. my goodness. Oh, I shoot. So, hold on. I'm trying to be, what? So, you on Black People's Meet? I, I had a profile, but I ain't finished. No, I'm on, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. I'm on all kinds of free dating websites. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Let me <laughs> okay. But, and I'm very, like, you know, very clear, like, how, who I am. I'm very clear on that, so I communicate it in my profile. I have guys, I had a guy, like, say to me, like, he, everything about me is great, but he couldn't get past the fact that I smoked weed because he didn't want to be with a woman who smelled like and smoked weed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's your choice. I'm okay with that. Thank you for telling me now and not trying to wait right. till you smash and you tell me that you're not, you're not going to ever be in a relationship with me because I smoke weed. And that's exactly what he said. He was like, we both want the same thing. We both have the same goals. Like, we both have, like, the same type of mindset as it relates to our faith and all of that stuff but what he said I can date you but I won't see myself in a relationship
relationship with you. It would never lead to a relationship. And I was like, oh, well, I'm looking for something that leads to a long-term relationship that leads to marriage. Um, so if that's not what we're, that's not what's happening here. No, we cannot still date. Like right. he was still trying to date me. And when he said that, I was like, oh, basically you, you just want to smash. Yes. To yeah. me, that's what dating is. Like if dating, that's not leading to a relationship. Oh, we just, we just sleeping together. Like, yeah. oh, you, we just smashing. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. They dating, dating a hundred percent. They don't, they hundred percent mean he want to smash. If he wanted to smash, he would. I ain't trying to stick up for him, but if he wanted to smash, he would have. I think he was. He would have been bold enough to say it. I think what no, he wanted I don't. to do Hold was. On. Why are you giving him so much credit? You don't. Know. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to stick up for him. You, he's a he's a regular old man. You know why I don't think he would ha- he would have said it because okay. mo- most men who who are who are on these sites there are a few that aren't like this, but most of them that are on these sites are just looking to have sex. But they want to play this game with you, like oh I'm gonna woo her, I'm gonna make her feel away, and then I'm gonna sleep with her, like. That same game that's been played since it's been played since it's been played. Like, that's what they're doing on these sites. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, um, and I like I, I had to tell a guy, like, I met a guy years ago. I wrote about him in the book, though. His name is Ghosting Ass Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what Hold I on, met what, him. What is his name? Ghosting? Ghosting Ass Nigga. It's his name. <laughs> so he went ghost? He did. And then he came back. Well, when you read, we got to read the book. You know what? You know what, Sierra? I'm writing a book. Sierra, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book because that stuff happens to me all the time. Really? Chicks chicks go ghost on me all the damn time. Really? Yes. Yes. So, you know what? I believe it because I be ghosting niggas. (laughs) Thank you. So, you know what? I'm writing a damn book, too. I'm writing a book, too. I believe it. But... It's going to be DJ Melts. But like, okay, so my whole issue with him was not the ghosting because I'm a, I'm like, I feel like I'm the type of woman, I think I'm enjoying my singlehood so much that I'd be okay in a long distance relationship, so to speak, where I don't hear from you for a couple of days, then you come around and say, like, oh, okay, and then see you later, and I don't hear from you a couple of days. Like, I, I think I'm okay with that because I like my own space. <laughs> okay. But, with this particular guy, he was he was talking all this game, like he was building the game up, like and I was like, bro, you ain't got sweet talk to me. I just want the D. Like, <laughs> like, come on, like let's just do what we gotta do and be on about our business. Like, this ain't about no no what's let's see the future together type of thing. But he created that situation like he kept persist being persistent about us um being together and us having a future and all this crap. And I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to entertain the idea, and then he disappears. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, you're not about to have me over here open like I'm SWV and whatnot. Like, you're not about to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not, you're not, you're not, because especially when I was okay with just having sex, like, I was okay with that and not hearing from you and only hearing from you when I wanted to have sex. Like, that's, I was okay with that type of relationship. But you wanted to profess more. And I'm like, 
So when you open my heart and then you ghost me, that's when I get crazy. Like, cause that's a problem. Like ghosting is probably the thing that pissed me off the most when it's done consistently. Yes, it does. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm writing a book it about ghost, ghosting ass women. Now, there are some people that you do just need to ghost. Like some, some people you don't owe no explanation to. But in this particular situation that I wrote about in this chapter, like how he did me, I, I, I'll go backtrack. I was reading this article that was saying, is ghosting emotional abuse or just rude? And as I was reading this article, I was like, damn, like this nigga had me fucked up in the head. Like, like I felt like I was emotionally abused at this point. Like you, you play with my feelings. You, you pulled on them, and then you like trashed me. You dogged me, right. and I'm like, this. It takes a toll on you, and I don't think people realize. It. And I think yes. that's why I'm so passionate about the topic because we got to stop doing that to each other. Like, yes, yes. With a simple response to a testament that saying, "Hey, like I don't think this is gonna go anywhere. Wish you well." Like. Isn't you could do something that simple? You, we, you know, we don't owe anybody an explanation for how we move. Mm-hmm. So, but we we should have that common courtesy and respect for each other. Where, if I'm no longer checking for you, let me be honest and say that even if it's after one date, we had a great date, and you text me it's like I had fun. I hope we can do it again. I should be. I should have enough respect and decency and courtesy to you to say in a nicer way. That'll be a no for me, dog. I'm not interested. Like, because mm-hmm. exactly. then I'm saving, I'm saving you time from wondering why she not responding to my text. And you're not trying to assume that I'm not interested, but you know I'm not interested. But you're waiting to hear me say it. And then it brings on insecurities for the next relationship. Yeah. Because right. now you're right. like, yeah. you know, I hopefully she doesn't. Well, you know, my, from my perspective, I'm like, hopefully she doesn't ghost me. If she don't respond in like three you know, three hours, all right, maybe she's not interested in me anymore, you know, and it probably wasn't even like that. It's because she was busy or something like that, but right. I'm thinking in my mind, like, man, I don't know if she's interested in me anymore, or, you know, she ain't hit me back, and I texted her like nine, she probably went to sleep, but I'm, you know, I didn't know that, and, right. you know, she texts me in the morning, oh, I'm sorry, I went to sleep, and I'm like, dang, I thought, she, you know, she ain't want to talk to me anymore, so, I mean, that, that ghosted me, my, my first relationship, she ghosted me, and you know she just stopped talking to me out of the blue, right? And you know it that that yeah that messed now, me up a, I a, do a that. lot. I'm very direct. I will say, you know what, this isn't working out. Could you please not call me anymore? Contact me, and I will do the same. Like I'm very direct. Please do not contact me anymore, and I won't contact you. I am straightforward, and I'm, I try to be polite and I mean I I think I'm polite I you know and I say thank you be blessed I wish you all the best you know I don't so before I block them (laughs) I do tell them that you know yeah this isn't going anywhere and even somebody who I don't know and who had I mean who I've never dated before if they have my number and we kind of been chatting back and forth I'm like yeah so um yeah, let's not. Yeah, this isn't gonna work out. This isn't gonna go anywhere. And now I have had people say, well, "What do you mean? How do you know?" Because I'm not attracted to you. The conversation is not interesting. You don't. There's nothing about you that I want to know. Do you recognize that I don't reach out to you? You know. Now I don't say right. that, but this is what I'm thinking. 
Uh-huh. Um, so I do, so I don't, I don't think, I don't think I ghost people. I just, I will block them if they continue to communicate with me and, um, I don't care for them to communicate with me. I mean, it's simple. Good. Like, so if somebody texts you good morning, and you don't text them good morning back, like to me, and, and then you don't text me all day. And then the next day I text you good morning and you still don't text me back. To me, I get the hint. Like, so look, I won't hit you up again. Okay, yeah, I if I if if someone texts me, I can I can go in and work at seven o'clock in the morning, and if their their day starts at ten, then I don't turn my cell phone on. Uh, my cell phone is not on throughout the day at work, right? So if they don't get up until ten or start their day at nine, and they text me at nine or ten, they probably won't hear from me until seven p.m. at night. Okay. And at, by the time 7 p.m. at night comes, um, I have a whole bunch of text messages once I take my cell phone out of airplane mode because I put it in airplane mode because Facebook be killing my battery. Um, so, uh, but, you know, so, it, and then I'll have, I might have a bunch of text messages from my group, um, from, from my sisters, and we group chat all the time. And so I might miss it and I might see it the next day and I might respond the next day. But I'm responding at 5 a.m saying, hey, I see I missed your message. So so I get that. I think that you said before, we less, you know, we be, our insecurities are built off of previous and past relationships. And mm-hmm. we I think we have to get to the point of, you know, not making assumptions, but the only way we can get there is by communicating what we need and what we want from the people that we're interested in dating and let them know, you know, why you're dating. If you're dating um, and you're looking for a long term relationship and they say, oh, I'm looking to have a good time, then the person who's looking for a long um, term relationship <coughs> don't want to continue to, you know, interact with that person or keep that person in their space. Right. Cause that's okay. me. Yeah. Like if I, <laughs> you know, on like if if you ever had a plenty of fish account, it's any any dating account. It'll tell you what is it you're looking for, friends, dating, all of that. So if mine says I'm looking for a long term relationship, comma marriage, and yours says just friends, nothing serious. Why do you think that I'm gonna even communicate with you? Like we're not even looking for the same things at this point. You know why? Because they're used to women. They're used to when men are used to women saying one thing and settling for another. So just because we say it, just because we print it, just right. because we wear it, we don't do to the She might they like she might say something different yeah. in, in her in her DMs. And it's hey, hey, wait, 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 hey. we do hope we do. I mean, sometimes you know. So, we sometimes women hold to a different standard than what they put out there in public. You know what I'm saying? So if if and, men were not getting away with this, they would not do the shit. And well, well, and for me, I will say that I, I can change my mind too. If I say I was looking for a relationship, I mean just a friendship, and then I meet a woman who's looking for a relationship, a long term relationship, and I happen to communicate. I mean, it's nothing wrong with communicating with you. We happen to we happen to kick it. Then my mindset has changed. I might actually like you, and now I'm, I'm my status changed from just looking for a friendship to, you know, I'm interested in you. So I'm not gonna, you know, hold myself back because you know we on two different 
So um, occasions, I might, I might change my mind. Let me. Try. I might actually. I Let might me. even give you the opportunity because I'm not looking at potential. You could put. I'm not gonna. For I'm, I'm as for me as a woman, it's like we're always looking at. Oh, this could probably be, you know, the potential of something. Like no, like how you show up to me right now, and then right now you say you're looking for nothing serious. Like I'm gonna take you at what you say right now because I'm not gonna worry about what you say tomorrow because I may not know you tomorrow. I may not see you tomorrow. Like I don't. (laughs) at face value and I'm not going to play these games and carry this back and forth like maybe he'll change his mind I did that for eight years and no man or woman is not changing the next person's mind either they are going to change because they want to change but they're not going to change because of something that 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 you've done or you've caused. And I will tell you this, that when you write something down, I'm, I'm the type of person, when I want something, when I want to do something, when I set goals, I write them down, I make them visual, I confirm them, I affirm them. And when you write something and you write in your profile that that's what you're looking for, then like CJ said, I'm taking you at face value. There is no way that I'm going to make the assumption. Once again, this would be assumption that I would make on my part, which would be a very poor assumption that maybe he might be looking for something different. No, he knew that this is what he was looking for. I don't have time to see if he going to change his mind. If he wanted, if he was looking for the possibility of a potential anything later down the line then he would put that he would he would not put the not looking for anything serious he would not put that when a guy put when a man or woman writes down when they say i'm not looking for anything serious believe them stop trying to we can't try to see through some words that aren't there and make shit up that we ain't that we he's never heard listen we build relate women build relationships based on him looking at you oh i figured we was in a relationship because you look you know, i'm telling you women will make a relationship mm-hmm. because you just stuck I mean, we, could be, we could be on the first date and planned our future planned our wedding mm-hmm. what Listen. our kids gonna wear the baby the, uh, how many babies how many how babies many we gonna have? kind of house we're gonna be in on Wait. the whole first day and that's in within the first hour like exactly we not, have- like that's where our, our mind goes there exactly exactly and, it's for me like one thing I I, I kind of have the bit like been practicing like spiking my mind out because I we naturally go there like it's almost like an instinct like I'm on the prowl like I need I need a man I need a husband kind of thing but it's like I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I think you, you lost the whole thing. <laughs> That's what listen, I do that too. So we, what were, oh my god. So we were so we were so I, I was saying that we are not gonna we shouldn't make assumptions or you shouldn't expect us to make assumptions like I might change your mind and you know, women we come up, you know, we psych ourselves out think because we slept with him or we did or you know, perform right. some you know, act, and we automatically in a relationship with this dude. He done called me three days in a row. This my man. Let me tell you, I see it all the time. Oh, so I had no. Okay, I remember what I was gonna say, but I'm gonna say this first. My rule was this: I tell guy on the first date. I said, and I say this to guys because I want to see who is like gonna still try to play me. 
But first date, I always say to God, if I have sex with you, that means we go together. That means we want you, you got to change your Facebook status to in a relationship with Sierra Gita, and you gotta you gotta be my boyfriend. Like if you have sex with me, that's the rule. Oh wow! <laughs> and they would laugh. They would they would laugh at me. But when when they when they when they when they went to have sex, I'm like, I'm serious about my rule. Like I am not playing. I'm looking dead in your face. And, and I'm telling you, I'm serious. So if you're not ready to be exclusive with me, don't lay down with me. Mm-hmm. One nigga tried it. <laughs> and he thought I was joking. Like, no, nigga, we go together. Like, right, right, right. right. I'm not playing. You thought I was joking? <laughs> you, like, you got a girlfriend, okay? Right, a whole girlfriend. Oh no, 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 no. We we are not gonna say the whole that whole thing. I, I a whole girlfriend. Oh man, she said it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, you know. Well, well, all right, so hold on, hold on. What happened to the? What happened to the? Is is he in the book too? Who? The the one that you had a. What's that word? The whole girlfriend. He had a, you had a, he no, laid down with no, you? No, no, no. The one that, the one of them that's in it is one that abided by my rule and we were together for a while. Like he's in it. His chapter is called The One That Got Away. I figured. And I, that one wasn't in mine. I can't wait to get the book. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah. the one that got away. So that means that, um, that means that he got away from, like, I, I, let him, I, I let oh, okay. a good man slip away. There we go. There we go. There we go. Don't be trying to say that, but listen, we can admit what? this stuff. Thank you. Oh, like, yeah. I, don't I, I, I wasn't saying. I, That's what I, I wasn't. he was trying to do. You was trying to come for us. Don't she was no, no, no. I, I was oh, not oh, trying to come for y'all. Oh, 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 oh. I know what you was doing. <laughs> Huh. No wait, I I need yeah, I need to read this book because that yeah, what chapter is that? What chapter is that? Six or I seven, want, I think. I I, I want to see how this man got away. How Sierra let this man get away? I want to I want to read. And I'll tell you this about that chapter. I think that my the biggest hurdle that uh, that got in the way was faith. Mm. I really, Faith. So okay. So meaning his faith wasn't, or just faith. Period. Like um, you guys were on he, different walks. He the same. He believed in this universal God thing, and I was like, "No, Jesus is the what? What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're confused there. Right, right, right. I let. He never had no real specific like spiritual practice, like. I went to church. I was involved in ministry. I, you know, I did all that. He didn't have that. He didn't do anything. So I think that I, I fit, I personally felt like I allowed that to get in the way because I didn't see, really see that. Okay. Yeah. This is what he said he believes, but he ain't practicing anything. Did you, did you discuss it with him? Uh, we discussed it once. We discussed it once. And I was just like, I, I can't, I can get past this. Mm-hmm. But it was so ingrained in me. Mm. 
so ingrained in me, beaten in my head that since be equally yoked. That be equally yoked. Yep. And it was in me like it still like breaks my heart a little bit. Like dang, like like this was a really good dude. Like my family loved him. Like like this was a really good dude. And I and we're we're friends. Like I have nothing but love for him. And he's in a relationship now. I'm really, really happy and I'm happy for him. But it still breaks my heart like that I really let a good one slip away. Yeah. So I so I, I will tell you that while the church has given us a pretty firm foundation, it's really screwed a lot of us women up to. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna tell yes. you why because because we, they're not they're, the the mothers of the church are not 100% honest with us about about they're not transparent about the things that they've gone through and about the changes and the disappointments and the hurt heartache that really comes with finding or becoming equally yoked because some of them didn't start out equally yoked and that's the fact of the matter you know and so we dismiss people we the ones who've grown up in church will dismiss people quickly quickly if we say that you that um that Look, we lost it okay yeah all right i'll go ahead but, oh, but we, as women, we will dismiss men quickly if we say, if if we feel or we find out that we're not equally yoked. There is, there is two guys that I have dated that I was not, that I know for a fact that I was not equally yoked with. Now, the other ones, they believed in God. They went to church on Sundays sometimes, but they didn't have a relationship with God. So it is just the fact that we both believe in God, us being equally yoked, because I do believe that truly and honestly that somebody's walk is going to be further along than the others. And mm-hmm. I do believe that just like we can build together, we can grow spiritually together. If I could, if I continue to walk my walk and he and I am leading by example, and then I feel um, I strongly feel that he would want to be a part of that. And that has happened to me and that happened to me in my marriage. You know, I continue to walk the way I was supposed to walk. And he finally decided he was already a Christian, but he had, he had decided, you know what, this is a part of my life that I've been missing and I want to reconnect with God. And I want to, you know, be able to be the head of my household in a godly way for my family. So he did, but um, so I, one guy I dated, he was a Jehovah Witness. I knew that that was a no go. And then um, I have another friend who he says he believes in God, but you know, um, but he doesn't go to church because you know they're you know hypocrites there. Guess what? Just like social media breeds, you know, uh, dating players. Before social media came up and before we had these dating websites people were still, men were still players, right? They just found another avenue. Um, so uh, so we still, so those are things that we as women have been brainwashed about. Mm-hmm. We won't give somebody a chance. And that's another one of our standards. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain things that I'm sticking to and I'm going to hold fast to. 
you know. So, but those are things that, you know, we come up in a church and we have to, and, and you all are like, well, sometimes you can come up to the woman, but we, that's not what we were taught. And this was, we were, and somebody was whispering this to us while we was in our mama's womb. It's so ingrained in us. You know, it is so ingrained in us that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing that you have to right. be evenly yoked. And so you can be evenly yoked uh, uh, from what everybody else sees. He's in church. You know, you both in church. You both active in ministry. He can be beating the heck out of you at home. Is that equal? All right. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You right. You you right. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Um, Sierra couldn't get back in. So what we're okay. going to do is we will close it and then come back. Okay. So okay. all of us can get on. Okay. All right. So we'll be back. Hey. All right. So we're back on. Okay. So Latoya? She's not on. She's not on. Okay. So she get back on. We were talking about the equally yoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, so she was explaining herself, her situation. And um, she was saying that she dated um, Jehovah's Witness and that didn't work out. Um, she said no to that, and then um, she said that um, you know everybody's walk than others. So, and she said that um, a guy could be a Christian, but you know he's beating on his girl. So does that mean yep. that they're equally yoked, and you know things like that? So, um, I don't know. For me, I was instilled that too that you know I need to date a woman that has the same that believes the same as me and also goes to church just like me. And right. um, the last relationship. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear yeah. So I was explaining to her what, what you was explaining to me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <coughs> about how about our minds are <coughs> uh-huh. Because we are, you know, from while we're in our mother's womb, somebody's whispering to her womb saying that, you know, you must be evenly yoked and who finds a wife finds a good thing. And a woman is supposed to submit without us even knowing the scripture for ourselves and not even having a relationship, a full relationship with God ourselves, not understanding that it takes relationship for us to be evenly yoked. You have to have your own personal relationship with God. You have to know what God is saying to you saying oh I believe I, I'm a believer I believe in God too I've had people be very condescending to me like oh I believe in God too you know no take it if you were a godly person you wouldn't be talking to me like that so go ahead you're dismissed quickly <laughs> <laughs> so hold up you say you dated a Jehovah Witness I did I did and that didn't work um I, I was in that oh okay go ahead. Muslim too Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never, I've never dated anybody outside of my religion and my belief. So you know. You say you've never. No, I've never done. I've never done that. I don't um, believe that. You know why? Because I think the one, and I'm just. This is just my personal opinion. I believe that the women who told you, and see, this is the difference. I believe that the women who told you that they were believers. Being a believer is different from having a relationship, right? So I have girlfriends who do not stay put in church. But when I tell you that they are filled with nothing but the word, they know that they know that they know who God is. We will have Bible study all the time. 
but they not, you know, involved in church. You know, they're not going to church every Sunday, which is fine. I'm not judging nobody because they don't go to church. I have cousins family who does not go to church all the time but they are believers but I think that the women that you have dated I don't know that they were you know actively I don't know that they actively had a relationship with God is one thing to bless your food is another thing to really try and make sure that his word is written on your heart and to make sure that you stay connected with him okay okay well um <clears throat> Sierra has to sign off. So um any any last remarks, Sierra? Um no. Just All buy, is just buy your books. Buy, <laughs> and you buy the book. Okay. And, and the name of this book is Sincerely CJ, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yes. So that's the name of the book, Sincerely CJ. So you guys buy the book. I've already I need started. to buy the book too. It's pretty good. It's interesting. I like it. Thank I need you. to buy the book too, so I'm gonna support. And the next, um, I might to come see a book signing, but um, I probably had something. You I don't know what happened. It's all good. It's all good. I'm gonna do a few more soon. I just, I'm just trying to catch my breath. It's a lot going on, so probably, well, <laughs> I'll probably do some in November. Oh, you probably oh, you do another one in November. Okay, so can I get a can I get your autograph when I when I come? Mm-hmm. I'm bringing my cool. book with me. And where where is it going to be? You know where it's going to be? No, not yet. I'm still um, looking at venues right now, but um, okay. it's going to be a, a a book signing <laughs> with a twist. Oh, so, okay. like a little like dating singles mixer twist. I'm still trying to figure it out. Oh shoot! Oh, oh shoot. my god! I love that. So I'm like I. One of my rules is that couples are allowed to come, but they have to bring an eligible bachelor or bachelorette. They cannot just come. Okay. All right. Uh, so it's like it's like speed dating, basically. Not really, because I'm not going to force you to sit and have a quick conversation with someone. But if you, it's an opportunity for you to be in a space where you could potentially meet someone. I like that. That sounds fun. Uh, so, we appreciate okay. you. You know, I do. I hope people find who they're supposed to be with. Yeah, absolutely. So y'all, so hold up. Last question. So y'all believe that every that there's somebody out there for everybody. If they if they want somebody, yes. Yeah, I'm about to say if you want if the person wants somebody, some some people may not want to be with somebody. Right now, I don't believe I don't believe in the one. Like, I don't believe that there is just the one that God created for me. And I don't believe that because if that were true, then divorce wouldn't exist. Because then that would mean somebody that married off and now everybody else is messed up and know the one's line. Like, you know, now my, my other one is with somebody else because someone back in 2,000 years ago that married the wrong person. <laughs> I don't that's why I don't believe in the one like there is no such thing that makes sense that I never thought of it yeah, she got me coughing man <laughs> <laughs> I love it okay I like that well um, yeah. yeah yeah it's funny <laughs> well thank you so much we appreciate yes, you yes thank you so much thank you so much it was this was fun. This was definitely fun. We gotta do this again. Definitely. Let me know. 
Okay. I, I definitely, I definitely will. And um, let me know what's the name of your podcast so I can shout it out. Um, living single with sincerely CJ. It is basically I'm gonna be talking about my dating life, I'm telling all of my business, okay. and I'm also like just kind of le- allowing people to see how it is to be whole and single. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Hold like, on, hold on, hold on. What's you mean by whole? Like complete person. Like I am a complete right. woman. So nothing missing. Someone to complete you. So yeah, I don't. Right. I, don't, I, don't not, I don't need. I'm completely content with who I am, where I am yeah. in my life. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't. Any man that comes into my life is a is a bonus. Like cake is still good without icing. Yes, so, it is. It's just icing on the cake. Icing, thank you. Oh well, what about well, pound cake? Cake is good without icing. I don't eat cake. You, Joseph, stop it. Why? I, I don't. I haven't eaten cake in so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm living my best life. <laughs> in all sense of the word, I love my life, and I just want to see more single people enjoying their life and not getting so caught up in. The whole pressure of oh I gotta find someone because it's been ingrained in us to oh you 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 grow up you go to school you get a job you get married like right, right. Yeah. oh that creates a life of depression we have so many people who suffer from that it does well, and, and then, I think uh, that, but our parents do it too our parents put pressure on right and I think mom. that because I know it, how like it leads to a lot of that depression stuff and that pressure and you get that pressure especially around this time of year you might come up on the holiday yes. and it's like this is, during this time of year I always plan like a Friendsgiving because and I just invite random people I barely talk to on Facebook <laughs> because I know that there are a lot of people out there who are single who, who aren't like who don't have a lot or don't have like a good group of friends or whatever and they just need to feel included in something. And the holidays, people feel the loneliest during this time of year. Suicide rates are higher during the holiday season. Yeah. So my whole mission is always this time of year is to get people, like, do a lot of group activities. Right. Friendsgiving, like, I'll go do something. Like, let's all go ice skating or something. Like, just so that people can stay in good spirits. Because I love this time of year. Mm-hmm. But I also feel sad because there are a lot of people who feel lonely and depressed during this time of year i love that i'm the same way oh my goodness yeah i love that i never thought of it that way that's that's perfect Um, yeah this is a hard time of year for people wow yeah i'm touched i noticing stuff on facebook you already well a lot it's been calming down lately so i guess um people are full on in their cuffing season or working on it (laughs) I think so. so they might be Sierra, cuffing season. Sierra, you believe you believe in cuffing season, Sierra? Um, I have never had the opportunity to experience cuffing season, so I can't say if I do or don't. Okay. I, the only reason why I believe in it, Sierra, is because, oh my goodness, at a certain time of year, all of a sudden, I just noticed it last year. I didn't even know about it until I started being on Facebook more. Just last year, all of a sudden around... I'm going to say around August, September. Uh-huh. August. August September, <laughs> all of a sudden, my DM was blowing up. 
Like last year, I had so many people in my DM. Like nobody ever comes in my DM ever. And then all of a sudden, and then this year, I started getting hit to the game. You know, I started joining Facebook groups. I started talking to Joe and, you know, listening to other people. I was like, oh, okay, I got you now. Yeah, I won't steer you wrong. Last on my page. I was like, all right, ladies, be careful. I gave I them the date to schedule. I'm sure, I sure, I'm sure it's a nice thing to experience, but I my only concern with cuffing season is that's where people, that's where bitches be getting pregnant at. And I need that in my life. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> that's so I'm a, okay with being alone. That's another. <laughs> that's another. Uh, that's another podcast that we need. That, that mm. another time and day about. Yeah, right. Okay. Ladies, ladies getting pregnant. It's made wild ladies getting pregnant. Why? But I don't. Uh, I know ain't no good reason enough in the world for me to get pregnant on purpose. If I even if I get married, it's gonna be like, oh dang, babe, like we got we about to have a baby. Like it's not gonna be, oh, I'm planning right. this and watching my ovulation schedule. Like people do. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm gonna get ready to go to bed. I've been um up a long time today. But thank you so much for joining us, Sierra. It was a yes. Thank you so much. And Thank let let me know me. let me know when your pop when you have when you want me on your podcast so, uh, so okay you know, can, okay let me get to my my new apartment and then I'll figure out my schedule my new apartment party okay 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 yeah guys thank you for having me oh, you're welcome you're welcome it was a pleasure have a good evening see you. have a good evening y'all thanks you're welcome bye bye. Good evening. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Yeah, I just got home. You just got home? Yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I didn't just get home, but I've been helping Simone with her home. Been doing a lot of running around. Oh, okay. So, we are waiting on our guests. I gave her a link, so... Okay. All right. So um let's go ahead and um did you have a did you have a good day? Was your day crazy? No, no. I just had the interview and um lessons. I've I just that's where I just came from. I almost okay. lost track of time because it was like three DJs there. Okay. Kinda, he set me up. So <laughs> So um yeah, so then next thing you know, we just started doing our own stuff and then I was like, Oh shoot, it was eight it was like it was eight eight thirty. Oh mm-hmm. Hello. Hey. How are you? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Nice to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Nah, no problem, no problem. So uh this is my co host, uh Latoya. Hi, okay. Hi. Uh, do you go by CJ or Sierra? Um, either one. Okay. Hey, how are you? It's great to have you on. I've been reading your um manuscript. I'm excited about discussing it tonight. All right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Sorry, I just want to say, please forgive me because I did write down all my notes and everything this evening, and then I left it at the hair salon. 
Really? But no, but it's all It'll come back to you. Oh, no, it's going to come back. (laughs) It was good. It was good. So, no, it's going to come back. Um, So, yeah. But I I do have some um, really interesting questions. So, um, however you want to start off, um, sir, I'm good with that. Okay. So, all right, let's get started. So, this is... My name is Joseph M. Melton Jr., a.k.a. DJ Melton the Building. And we have... My co-host Latoya. Latoya. Y'all know yes. Latoya. Don't be nothing else. It's all okay. Good. <laughs> it's all good. And then we have a special guest. Uh, her name is Sierra Miss Jeta in the building. Hey. C- C- sincerely, CJ. Go get her book, please. And um, yeah. she's she's gracious yeah. enough to bless us tonight, and she's gonna uh, talk about her book. And um, give us the inside and the end scopes of everything. So, um, I'm I'm gonna I don't have any notes or anything. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna be in the background. So I might ask a question here and there, but I'm gonna love to listen. So this is gonna be great tonight. I'm so excited about you listening. I can't wait till you read the book. <laughs> yeah, I need I need to read the books here. So I need to get the book. <laughs> Yes. So, are you giving are you, are you giving promotional books? Oh my god! What? No, I'm not. Hey, I tried. See, why we always trying to get the hookup? We already have this. <laughs> that's not, that's black folks are. I purchased my book full price. Didn't reach out to Sierra, although she was gracious enough to send me the manuscript because I didn't get it in time. Why are you oh, trying really? to do that? You know better. I already so, wait, told wait. you about that with your DJ. Yeah, but this is okay. So, mm-hmm. no, so so my question is how 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 do I get the manuscript? Oh, oh, we don't I, get the manuscript mm-hmm. unless we get the book. I listen. No, we only got the manuscript because the book did not reach her in time. Oh, okay. So she okay. was. So she sent me an email and said, "Hey, here's um a piece of the manuscript so that you can be prepared for tonight." Okay, my, so that was my, great because I was sitting there like I have no idea what the book is about, so I don't know what the you know. So, yeah, so it was great, so it was perfect, and it was just enough for me to be able to formulate some questions. Okay, so I'm, I'm a definitely, I'm a definitely, definitely support by this book, so I, I can't wait to hear about it. Okay. So, um, so, 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 so give us a um, little background about why you wrote the book. You know what it, but I know this is your second book, right, Sierra? Second, one. um, it's it's technically my third. Mm-hmm. Like my very first one was an ebook. Okay. So my 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 background, my professional background is project management. So I created a little ebook to people how to launch their businesses. Awesome. Okay. In more efficient, more productive way. Okay. Um, based on project management methodology. Nice. That's something that we can yeah. use, Joseph. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my first one. Okay. You had a book and then release? my second one. You had a book release to the first one? I, no. It was just it, I I created it primarily for my clients. Oh, okay. Um, for a master ma- a master class that I was giving. But I later um you know have it for sale like on my website and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So then your second yeah, book was uh, the second book is called The Unmasking 
unlocking the power of vulnerability. And this is probably my 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 presentation of myself to the world. Like this is who I am at my core, and I'm not gonna apologize apologize about it anymore. Um, so that's basically what that second book was about. And then you got my third one, which is basically about my dating life. And I picked a, a few guys that I've had experiences with that I wanted to, that had the most impact on me, that I wanted to um, write letters to. And these letters actually started off as something my therapist suggested for me to do because I had a lot of pent-up bitterness, a lot of pent-up anger inside as it relates to these relationships. Okay. And so I initially, like, the the foundational purpose of this book was for my own personal healing uh, so that I can release these these experiences, these men from my space. Um, because I strongly believe that we can't, God can't bring us who is for us if someone else is in their place. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, you know what, I need to clean house. Like, they may not physically be here or they may not be, like, someone I'm with currently, but they still hold a place in my heart and in my energy that I need to disconnect with. And this was part of my journey to disconnecting from them. Okay. I appreciate That sounds awesome. So you said three three men that you wrote in left? No, um, it's a total of... About five. I think it's five. Five, maybe six. Okay. Um, men that I specifically write to. Um, okay. Yeah, so that they had, like, I don't even know what to say about them, because I, I don't like to shade people in a lot of, like, if you, uh, your initial reaction to reading some of the stuff that I shared is like, oh, she like, she putting these niggas on blast. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't, even though it comes off like that initially, like this is my truth and no matter, everybody has their truth. Everybody has their side to the story and this is mine. And I don't just say what they did, but I also admit to my own role in these situations as well. Okay. I can can tell from just the um, little bit of reading that I did that you were trying to be as cautious as possible without throwing shade. I was able to do that, but I'm a woman. So, you know, men may not take it (laughs) the same way. Oh, no, they, I mean, I had one of my exes that I actually wrote about in the book hit me up. I was like, oh, I heard you released a new book. And he was like, I know you had nothing but great things to say about me. And I was like, "Ah, okay, bro. Wow, interesting. Okay. I'm like, you know, you got to buy the book to find out. Ain't no freebies over here. Okay. Interesting. Mm. So one, of the, mm. one of the things that I read in a book in the, well, there was, um, uh, I think the first thing that I noticed, um, it might've been a first or the second thing, but one of the things, and you just mentioned it again, is your therapist, you know. Uh-huh. I just want to go ahead and touch on that because when you say therapist, black folk run. Oh, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, you know, you know, you're saying or you're trying to say I'm not mentally stable. And I think and I just want to say that I don't I don't look at therapists as a negative 
I look at it as us acknowledging there are some things that we cannot deal with on our own on our own and we need a professional to help us to get to that space of understanding when you're reacting or not reacting to a certain thing and I noticed that your sessions with your therapist that she recognized that you were holding back on some painful things how you just kind of kept the same tone and you just kind of flew by the painful stuff and the things that really um the things that really caused you to start breaking and the things that broke you and she helped Mm -hmm. you identify that and when you were able to identify that I think that that's when it opened up the door for you to begin healing Absolutely. And I think that, I think the biggest misconception that we have, especially as black women, when it comes to therapy is that we're, we're, we're taught, we're raised to look like everything's okay and, and just be okay when inside our world is falling apart. Yes. Like we're taught to not allow people to see us weak. Like we're taught, don't, don't make a mistake. Like we're taught that. Exactly. You know, we're taught to appear to be strong and to, like, we can't have a weak moment. So even in therapy, I pre- this is why I love my therapist, because she pulls that out. She can sense, she can sift through all of that BS, and, and she's like, okay, so this is what it sounds like to me. You know what I mean? She's just like, I mean, even some things that I've done to people, she was like, you know, that wasn't very, like, that's not, come on, let's be an adult. Like, right. you're a grown woman. Right. You can behave better than this. Right. Um, so it, it, but that space in being in therapy for me has a, and it even took time for me to be raw and open in therapy, like, and admitting, yeah, this hurt me for a long time. And I've been going to therapy for almost six years now, mm-hmm. like twice a month for almost six years wow. consistently. No breaks. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, because I, my mental health is very important to me. And I don't, and, 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 and coming from, you know, growing up in church where they tell you to pray about it and, and ask God Come to on. deliver you from it. It's like, Come on. it's more to it than just you, me casting out a demon. It's more to it than me saying, you know, God help me with depression or help me with anxiety or help me with mood disorder, whatever it is, it's more to it than just speaking that. I don't believe that God created doctors and therapists and psychologists for us to not utilize their mm-hmm. gifts. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, it, it just, once I got out of that mentality that I was raising in the church, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I went all in. I was like, okay, I'm starting to discover who I truly am. And I like her. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I started to like, okay, you know what? I like who I really am. So I'm not going to be who someone else wants me to be. I'm not going to keep pretending I'm okay when I'm not okay. I am going to be honest and raw about my feelings and not apologize for it if how I feel hurts someone else. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause this is my truth and it's in and, and my intention and my motive is never to hurt someone else, but I can't be so focused on how, how I feel is going to make you feel that I don't allow myself to actually feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I just thought that was very profound when I was reading the book and then I, I thought it was even um, more profound when your therapist actually bought some things out that you were able to recognize, um, 
And then I love the fact that you started off your <coughs> that you started off your letters with dear daddy. Because one of the things that I always tell um, people who talk to me is that you have to get to the root of the problem. You weren't in a six-year relationship, and all of a sudden, uh, six years in, things started looking ugly. You know, where right. did this start? How? What? At what state in your life were you when you entered into the relationship? And so when you took it all the way back to your dad and you just really had to do some soul searching and try and figure out why you were dealing with the things that you were dealing with and why you were selecting the men that you were selecting. And mm -hmm. I think even in the, I think part of, um, I don't know if it was in your, in a part where you were talking about Dear Daddy, or was it in the introduction where you basically said, this is how we were raised in a church. And it's funny, I was raised in church too as a little girl. And I was always taught that, you know, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. And we're just standing in a church thinking, oh, you know, um, is he going to select me? And we're eagerly anticipating right. the selection process. And then once yeah, he selects yeah. us to date us, then we have to wait for him to decide that we're the one or not the one that he chooses to marry. Listen, you know, listen. so I just really, I just that, is, that that's probably the, the truth that hurt. Shoot, we uh -oh, lost her. I think text her until we lost her. Okay. When I dropped off earlier, I was able to click right back in. Okay. With the same Okay. Dang. It was getting good too. Yeah, I know. I know. I do like her book really takes us through a journey. And that's okay. really how she explains it in the introduction. You know, I hope that you enjoy this journey that you're going on with me. There were some things that I had some eyebrow raises about. I like the way that she was, she seemed to be very transparent and okay. unapologetic about some things. And I also like the way that she said that this book is part of her healing and her personal healing and helping others, hopefully. So it wasn't to bash men, right? Okay, so I do, okay. I do like that. And I can tell in her writing and her letters that that's how she approached it as well. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I, I was very appreciative of that. Um, the writing was really... I really like the way she took us on a journey from, and it, and it made sense the way she went from, um, how she went from letter to letter, the, um, the order in which she went. So it was good. Okay. So she talked about like how she went on a date or something like that. So she, so she has titles. The titles are funny. So the titles of the chapters, like one, because you know, this one is sincerely CJ. So she signs every letter. With okay. Oh, uh, there, there she go. Hey, Damn, I was going in. <laughs> Listen, I know it was, like, it was just getting good. I know. I was, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't hear no amens or nothing. Okay. 
So now, so, so, so you guys, now you got to start over from. Look, we're sorry. We have this issue every now and then. We didn't have it last time. It was good last time, I think. I think it's crazy because I feel like my screen timed out and it shouldn't because I'm in the app. Oh, are you using it from your computer? No, I'm using it on my phone. phone. Okay. Okay. Phone's charged up. Everything's good. So I'm like, I was going to edit it and I'm like, why is my screen black? (laughs) <laughs> all right so now you gotta start right, over so go back to your question again so i can try to figure out where i was so oh god what was oh i was talking about how it started in the church about us being selected or not selected us women so we're eagerly anticipating being selected by these men and they choose mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. To, to whether they want to ask us out and then they make the and then we have to wait for the decision after we waited for them to ask us out. We have to wait for the decision whether they want to marry us or not. Right. Yes. Okay. So what I was saying was that is a a huge complex for me because when my dad left the home when I was how old was that? I feel like it was like 94, 95. I don't remember how old I was. But when he left I constantly felt like I was in competition with a whole nother family because he left us and he remarried and they had, you know, she, the the woman already had kids. So he already planned dad with another family basically. And I was just like that extra addition on the weekends and that's it. So I always battled with this issue of never being chosen Um, I was with a guy for eight years, and at the end of those eight years, he said to me, you're not the one for me. Oh, my. So now I'm still, again, replaying that whole, why is he choosing me? What's wrong with me? Like, I had this whole big issue about feeling inadequate because Mm -hmm. I was being rejected. And I could never understand it. And when I'm talking to my therapist, is when I realized it started with my dad. Mm-hmm. It started with me feeling like he abandoned me, like I, like he didn't choose me, like I wasn't enough. That mm-hmm. he had to go out and find uh, other kids to be to play kid, you know, father daughter son stuff with. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's how I felt. But the crazy thing about this chapter is, I actually. <laughs> sent him the chapter so he could read it because I didn't want to catch no smoke once his book came out and family start reading it and then they like calling him up and he ain't read it yet right um and <clears throat> his reaction I don't I don't I still don't know how to feel about it but his reaction was basically running down a list of things of when he was there for me right and, and you kind of suppressed that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So he ran down this list of all these things about when he was there for me and how much he loved me and how what he would do for me. And, mm-hmm. and for me, it made me take a look back at myself and my relationships with men romantically mm-hmm. and how 
we we magnify yes, the things that hurt so, the, so bad the yep. most that we can't recall the good that someone has done for us. Come on. And yeah, we do that. And it's like that's hold on, hold on, hold on. Explain that. What is what is magnify the things so that she's saying from a woman's perspective? We uh-huh. will blow things out of proportion after you've heard us. And then that puts all, you've heard us once. And all of the 10 great things that you've done, we have totally forgotten about that. We have decided, we have chosen to dismiss that. Okay, okay. So we okay. magnify, and, 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 and it's almost like we magnify everything else so that we can suppress the good stuff. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. we're forcing ourselves to hold on to. Hold on, hold on. Why are we using big words? Oh. Suppress. Oh, suppress is not a big word, bro. That is not even. <laughs> that is not, That's not no. a big word. <laughs> Sir. Sir. Go ahead and look it up on your computer while we're talking and pretend like you know <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> so, mad <with> you. <laughs> so so I so listen, this is learning for you. I'm serious for you and other men. Like we're being and we're being transparent about this. And it's very hard for us as women. It's not that we don't want to be, I don't think. I think that sometimes we just don't realize that we're doing these things. Uh-huh. Until we read somebody's book of somebody who went to therapy and helped them get out of it, because I'm too embarrassed to go to therapy, so I'm gonna let CJ go for me, and then tell me what she learned, and I'm gonna figure it out. You know, it's just you know, I mean, seriously, uh, we'll do that. We'll read a book. Uh-huh. You know, when we was younger, we always had to pick up seventeen. So I'm about this how you get the guy. All right. So, um, how, what 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 is one thing a man can do to hurt? I mean, it might be a dumb question, though, but this is a question that to hurt to hurt us or yes, yes, to hurt to hurt a yes to hurt a woman. I think it's different with every woman, mm-hmm. but probably the same. <laughs> but for me, it's it's lie. Okay. Lie, like I personally okay. like I know that I have I can react irrationally to some things depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. I know that about myself, but I also know that my reaction will be worse if I found out from someone other than you. Right. Like, it's going to be whole, like, left field at, the, at this point. But for me, like, I, I, I feel like I'm an understanding person. Like, if you come to me being honest and raw and real and transparent and vulnerable and all that good stuff, I'm going to take it for what it is and and decide what I'm going to, how I'm going to move forward, what's, what's the best direction for me to move forward for myself based on whatever it is that you told me. Like, I'll appreciate that you didn't lie. And I want for me, it's like, I won't even react in that moment in a, in an angry way, but just know that based on what you said to me, I now have to decide what's best for me. And then also, when you lie, like you make you, it's, it's, it feels like betrayal. Like, yeah, yeah, it feels it, it's. I think that lying, while cheating is lying, I feel like for you to 
like for for someone I'm with to go sleep with another woman and I find out about it, say through social media or through something else other than you, like that's betrayal to me because that says to me several things. One, you didn't honor me enough to be real with me that you ain't checking for me no more. Mm-hmm. Like that, like, right, right. Like to just be real. Like it's I don't care if you feel like you want to go and be out there, or even if you want to be out there with more than one person. Let me choose, make the conscious decision if I want to be there or not. Like don't lie to me about it and force me to be in a situation that I don't want to be in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I agree with so you. Lying. It, it, I mean, it lying. depends on, you know, every woman is different. You know, it depends on what her needs and her requirements are. And Okay. Just, I mean, and lying is definitely at the top of the scale. You know, just be Absolutely. honest. If you, like, like she said, if you're not checking for me no more, then let me know so I can make it. I feel like we have been, we have been subjected to having our choices made for us by the men that we've chosen to be in relationships with. Uh-huh. And I I don't think that that's fair. And I think it's very important. I think, I mean, we're, we're in a different age now. I mean, you listen, you have plenty, plenty of women who are out here willing to just, you know, kind of, you know, be open like we all grown. You know, when I see you, I see you. We sleep together. We sleep together. We don't. We don't. You know, I can talk to you every two months and, you know, we can have a good time and leave. I mean, it's so many people who are open for that. I think more women prefer for um, for men to be honest with them. And I just, I, even men too, I think we just prefer men to be honest with us and we would react a lot differently, at least give us the choice. Now, I'm not saying that if you come to me and tell me I'm, I, you know, I cheated or I'm not checking for you no more that I'm going to stay running behind you. It at least gave me a choice, and you were honest, so I can make that decision. You know what? Well, I want to be in this situation. I I think the reason why we don't do that is because if now if I come to what may come to y'all and say, "Hey, I don't want to be with you anymore," you're gonna look at me like, "Why? May what? Where did that come from?" And then we gotta explain, and then it's the crying, and then it's the, you know, so. It's better off. Who dropped off? Okay. It's... <laughs> she dropped off. Okay. Pause. She'll get back on. It's better off. Okay. Hold on. Pause. Play some music. Play some music. Okay. <clears throat> music break? Oh, she back. <laughs> oh, she back. Okay. I was okay. about to play some music. Uh-huh. So it's better off. It's, it's, it's better. I mean, some sometimes for some men, it's better off. Just like it's like that movie I hate, Baby Boy. Mm. What he say? I lied to you because I care about your feelings. Oh my god! So he's an idiot. So no. In that in that, spe- in that perspective, you lie. You lie because you're selfish. Thing to do. Yeah. Because you don't want no. Smoke, well, you don't want no drama. You lie right, because so, you're a coward. Right. So, but, but, but we, we say, but we're, but as a man, we're lying because we don't want to deal with the emotional side of, I'm a, I'm going to tell you the truth. And then you're going to start crying in my face. And then I got to, you know, 
I gotta reconcile what you're what you're crying about, mm. or you get mad, or you know you start throwing things, even though it's a possibility. Is we'll take that chance that you might not find out, even though you know me men are stupid. We're not, we, uh, you know, we, we're gonna you, women are gonna find out because our men do not know women have the intuition. They know so, they have it. They just don't care. Mm, well, they, yeah, you're right. They know, but they they underestimate. They underestimate uh-huh. women. In they underestimate tuition. that some women are wrote to play a handbook. Yes, they underestimate. They just think that women will not are not smart enough yeah. to find out, and that's not you true. Know, and I know. always refer. Let me tell you why men underestimate women because women more than more times than not we react based on emotions and not logic so the reason right. we're underestimated is because we are going to tell ourselves emotionally this man has told me that he cares for me he has painted this picture for me and he said he wants to be with me it doesn't look like a bag is in there honey um he he says that he wants to be with me so we'll go over that and then the chemistry is there and his words align even if his actions don't align let us have some chemistry and his words sound sweet we all in for a long time we blind exactly exactly so that's why i mean and i always refer men to watch a thin line between love and hate oh you stupid because (laughs) um because that's that's one where martin underestimated Mm. oh yeah i mean the 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 um the girl i forget now i forget her name and that's my movie but yes he underestimated her. He didn't think that she would do that. And that's what most men do, especially when I was in college. I would say, do not mess with that girl. Do not play with her emotions. Like, oh, she's not going to do nothing. She not this. She not that. And next thing you know, she's banging on his door. She's, you know, ripping things down and everything. So, and I'm yep. like, I told you that, that I told you not to do that. Yeah. So you know, that's the that's the that's the problem. Men underestimate women and their feelings and their research. And you know, and I said it, I said it before. We would know who killed Tupac and Biggie if women investigated. You stupid. The situation oh, you because women do, women women do way better research. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't understand why they let men do this research because we can find Jack. We still can't find nothing. But a woman on that plane that disappeared in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> but we, a woman will find it. <laughs> yes, a woman will find it. You know, and right. I and I would say, and I was, I was if I was a director, I would hire number women. I would not hire a man. I would hire a woman, and I would say, look, and I would hire. I mean, I would. I'm sorry, but I would have to hire a woman of color, and I would say, act like this man cheated on you and go find him. Go find out who killed Biggie and Tupac. I bet you we'll find an answer. Let me just, I want to chime in real quick. In the first 48. (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to say um, uh, there's something that you said, Joe, that kind of um it bothers me that you as a man are saying this it bothers me because it it's um, I feel like if you feel like this if you being one man feel like this there's a possibility that are many that feel the way that you do the reason why you guys hold back your honesty about certain things is because you're trying to protect our feelings 
it's um it's in, I also believe that it's a form of respect, respecting my space, respecting my time, and respecting my energy, right? So when you're talking about respect on all of those levels, why waste my time? You know, why, you know, bring that negative energy around me if you know that you have lost interest? So, well, we didn't lose, we didn't 100% lose interest. We still want to keep the physical. We, 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 I'm gonna just say this. Um, we didn't, like I said, we didn't 100% lose interest. We still have interest. It's just that you're lacking in a certain area. Oh. Like my boy. Wait, hold on, hold on, pause, back up. <laughs> okay. So we all have flaws, but but there's something specific that I'm trying to get to. The specific thing okay. I'm trying to get to is that men. You stated that men hold back because you guys. I mean, you don't tell the truth. One of the reasons why you don't tell the truth is because you guys don't want to deal with the emotional aspect right. that, that could possibly come along with it. Right. Um, when my when my ex was like, um, yeah, I'm done with this, I was emotional. And then I hit him with the deuces and he's blocked now. You know, like I'm good with that. And he's and he's not blocked because he you know, because we had a, a horrible falling out, but he's blocked because he used to try to play these mind games and I don't have time for you to mess with my energy. Uh-huh. I do not, I will not allow you to mess up my energy. I'm a very personally happy person and when you start doing little things like texting me or calling me like at random hours of the night or text or calling me early in the morning like you my man, no. Mm-mm. Pause. Yeah. Right. So I mean, like that, and not with that old thing back. But listen, but you have to, you have to own up to if you as a man own up to you not even if things got okay. Yep. Uh huh. Even if things got, even if 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 things aren't the way they used to be, if she's quote unquote lacking in a certain area, make a choice. It's not fair for you to be walking around here talking about, well, she's good here, but I don't want her in my space any other time. That's the point that CJ and I are trying to are trying to make. Be honest. Right. And I think that I think that the biggest like thing that we ha- when it comes to relationships we don't communicate what it is that we need yes. and I think that that's both men and women and, and this is look um, therapy plug this is another thing I've learned in therapy to communicate very specifically what it is that I need so I I personally think that a lack of interest in a woman is an excuse especially if you yes. didn't say anything to her about what it is that you need yes, exactly. and vice versa so if I'm telling if if I'm pissed off at whoever I'm seeing because they're not texting me good morning every morning, right. like, if I didn't tell them, like, I, this is what I need to feel love from you. Like, I need you to do this. Like, this is what I like. Like, if I'm not telling you what it is that I like and what makes me feel good, then you're not going to do it. Right. And right. We, but, but, but in our defense... And we have well, to manage yeah, expectations to say, up but... front. No making assumptions and manage expectations right. up front. That's why we court. That's how you cultivate a relationship is through the communication. And that's how you sustain a relationship is through the communication. So if you start the relationship off with 
terrible communication, then you're probably going to go throughout it unhappy on your end and the um, woman's end. So I do agree. It's us having to manage our expectations up front. Let me know what your needs and wants are, and then I'll let you know what my needs and wants are so that we can, you know, make sure that we're on the same page. And when things start right. looking a little foggy, then we need to address it again. I mean, nobody's right. perfect. Address it again. It's not that I'm ignoring Right, and then, too, I'm like, shoot, then I can let you know what I'm not going to do that you like, and we're going to have to find some compromise. Like, <laughs> because if, I, if somebody tells me they need me to do something that's a little bit too left field for me, it's like, nah, dog, that'll be a no for me, dog. I can't love you that way. Right, right. So, but I can, all the other ways you requested, I can love you that way. Right. Except this one. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I appreciate, like, the communication in the beginning, like I've been on, I'm on all these kinds of dating sites. You are. I oh am. my goodness. Oh, I so so I mean, I'm trying to be. What? So you on black people's meat? I, I had a profile, but I ain't finished. No, I'm. On, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. I'm on all kinds of free. Dating websites. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Okay. But, and I'm very, like, you know, very clear, like, how, who I am. I'm very clear on that, so I communicate it in my profile. I have guys, I had a guy, like, say to me, like, he, everything about me is great, but he couldn't get past the fact that I smoked weed, because he didn't want to be with a woman who smelled like and smoked weed. (laughs) And, you know, that's, that's your choice. I'm okay with that. Thank you for telling me now and not trying to wait right. till you smash and then tell me that you're not you're not gonna ever be in a relationship with me because I smoke weed. And that's exactly what he said. He was like, We both want the same thing, we both have the same goals, like we both have like the same type of mindset as it relates to our faith and all of that stuff. But he, this is what he said, I can date you but I won't see myself in a relationship with you. It would never lead to a relationship. And I was like, oh, well, I'm looking for something that leads to a long-term relationship that leads to marriage. Um, so if that's not what we're, that's not what's happening here, no, we cannot still date. Like, right. he was still trying to date me. And when he said that, I was like, oh, basically, you, you just want to smash. Yes. To yeah. me, that's what dating is. Like, if dating that's not leading to a relationship, oh, we just we just sleeping together. Like, yeah. oh, you we just smashing. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go ahead. They dating dating a hundred percent. They don't they don't hundred percent mean you want to smash. If he wanted to smash, he would. I ain't trying to stick up for him, but. If he wanted to smash, he would have. I think he was. He would have been bold enough to say. I think what he wanted to do was. Why are you giving him so much credit? You don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to stick up for him. You. I'm trying to stick up for him. He's a regular old man. You know why I don't think he would. He would have said it because most men who who are who are on these sites, there are a few that aren't like this. But most of them that are on these sites are just looking to have sex. But they want to play this game with you like, oh, I'm going to woo her. I'm going to make her feel away, And then I'm going to sleep with her. Like, that same game that's been played since it's been played since it's been played. Like, 
that's what they're doing on these sites. Yes. And I'm like, yo, like, um, and I like I, I had to tell a guy, like I met a guy years ago. I wrote about him in the book though. His name is Ghosting Ass Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but but Hold I on, met what, him. What is his name? Ghosting Ghosting Ghostin Ass Nigga. It's his name. <laughs> so he went ghost? He did, and then he came back. Well, when you read, we got read the book. You know what? You know what? Sierra, I'm writing a book. Sierra, but Sierra, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book because that stuff happens to me all the time. Really? <clears throat> chicks, chicks go ghost on me all the damn really? time. Really? Yes. Yes. So you know what? I I'm believe write... it because I be ghosting niggas. So. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm. You know what? I'm writing a damn it. book too. I'm I believe a book it. Too. I believe I'm... it. But. It's going to be DJ Melts. But like, okay, so my whole issue with him was not the ghosting because I'm a, I'm like, I feel like I'm the type of woman, I think I'm enjoying my singlehood so much that I'd be okay in a long distance relationship, so to speak, where I don't hear from you for a couple of days, then you come around and say, like, oh, okay, and then see you later, and I don't hear from you a couple of days. Like, I, I think I'm okay with that because I like my own space. <laughs> okay. But, with this particular guy, he was he was talking all this game, like he was building the game up, like and I was like, bro, you ain't got sweet talk me. I just want the D. Like, <laughs> like, come on, like let's just do what we gotta do and be on about our business. Like, this ain't about no no what's let's see the future together type of thing. But he created that situation like he kept persist being persistent about us um being together and us having a future and all this crap. And I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to entertain the idea, and then he disappears. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, you're not about to have me over here open like I'm SWV and whatnot. Like, you're not about to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not, you're not, you're not, because especially when I was okay with just having sex, like, I was okay with that and not hearing from you and only hearing from you when I wanted to have sex. Like, that's, I was okay with that type of relationship, but you wanted to profess more. And I'm like, so when you open my heart and then you ghost me, that's when I get crazy. Like, cause that's a problem. Like ghosting is probably the thing that pissed me off the most when it's done consistently. Yes, it does. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm writing a book it pisses about ghost, me off. ghosting ass women. Now, there are some people that you do just need to ghost. Like some some people you don't owe no explanation to. But in this particular situation that I wrote about in this chapter, like how he did me, I, I, I'll go backtrack. I was reading this article that was saying, is ghosting emotional abuse or just rude? And as I was reading this article, I was like, damn, like, this nigga had me fucked up in the head. Like, but, like I felt like I was emotionally abused at this point. Like, you you play with my feelings. You you pulled on them, and then you, like, trashed me. You dogged me. Right. And I'm like, this, it takes a toll on you. And I don't think people realize it. And I think yes. that's why I'm so passionate about the topic, because we got to stop doing that to each other. Like, yes, yes. But a simple response to a testament is that saying, "Hey, like I don't think this is gonna go anywhere. Wish you well." Like, isn't you could do something that simple? You, we, you know, we don't owe anybody an explanation for how we move. Mm-hmm. So, but we we should have that common courtesy and respect for each other. Where if I'm no longer checking for you, 
Let me be honest and say that even if it's after one date, we had a great date and you text me it's like I have fun. I hope we can do it again. I should be I should have enough respect and decency and courtesy to you to say in a nicer way. That'll be a no for me, dog. I'm not interested. Like, because mm-hmm. exactly. I'm, I'm saving you time from wondering why she not responding to my text. And you're not trying to assume that I'm not interested, but you know, I'm not interested but you're waiting to hear me say it. Right. And then it brings on insecurities for the next relationship. Yeah. Because right. now you're right. like, yeah. you know, I, hopefully she doesn't, you know, my, from my perspective, I'm like, hopefully she doesn't ghost me. If she don't respond in like three, you know, three hours, all right, maybe she's not interested in me anymore. You know, and it probably wasn't even like that. It's because she was busy or something like that. But right. I'm thinking in my mind, like, man, I don't know if she's interested in me anymore. Or, you know, she ain't hit me back. And I texted her like nine. She probably went to sleep. But I'm, you know, I didn't know that. And, right. you know, she texts me in the morning, oh, I'm sorry, I went to sleep. And I'm like, dang, I thought, you know, she didn't want to talk to me anymore. So, I mean, that that ghosted me. My, my first relationship, she ghosted me. And, you know, she just stopped talking to me out of the blue. Right. And, you know, it that... that yeah, that messed now, me up a, I a, a lot. I'm very direct. I will say, you know what, this isn't working out. Could you please not call me anymore contact me and I will do the same like I'm very direct please do not contact me anymore and I won't contact you I am straightforward and I'm, I try to be polite and, I mean I, I think I'm polite I you know and I say thank you be blessed I wish you all the best you know I don't so before I block them <laughs> I do tell them that you know yeah this isn't going anywhere and even somebody who I don't know and who had, I mean, who I've never dated before, if they have my number and we kind of been chatting back and forth, I'm like, yeah, so, um, yeah, let's not, yeah, this isn't going to work out. This isn't going to go anywhere. And now I have had people say, well, what do you mean? How do you know? Because I'm not attracted to you. The conversation is not interesting. You don't, there's nothing about you that I want to know. Do you recognize that I don't reach out to you? You know, now I don't say right. that, but this is what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Um, so I do, so I don't, I don't think, I don't think I ghost people. I just, I will block them if they continue to communicate with me. And um, I don't care for them to communicate with me. I mean, it's simple, good, like, so if somebody texts you good morning and you don't text them good morning back, like to me, and and then you don't text me all day, and then the next day I text you good morning and you still don't text me back. To me, I get the hint. Like, so look, I won't hit you up again. Okay, yeah, I if I if if someone texts me, I can I can go on a work at seven o'clock in the morning, and if their their day starts at ten then I don't turn my cell phone on. Uh, my cell phone is not on throughout the day at work, right? So if they don't get up until 10 or start their day at 9 and they text me at 9 or 10, they probably won't hear from me until 7 p.m. at night. And, okay. And at, by the time 7 p.m. at night comes, um, I have a whole bunch of text messages once I take my cell phone out of airplane mode because I put it in airplane mode because Facebook be killing my battery. Um, so, uh, but you know, so, it, and then I'll have, I might have a bunch of text messages from my group, um, from, from my sisters and we group chat all the time. And so I might miss it and I might see it the next day and I might respond the next day, but I'm responding at 5 a.m. saying, Hey, I see I missed your message. So, so I get that. I think that you said before we less, you know, 
we our insecurities are built off of previous and past relationships. And mm-hmm. we, I think we have to get to the point of, you know, not making assumptions, but the only way we can get there is by communicating what we need and what we want from the people that we're interested in dating and let them know, you know, why you're dating. If you're dating um, and you're looking for a long-term relationship and they say, oh, I'm looking to have a good time, then the person who's looking for a long-term um, relationship <coughs> don't want to continue to, you know, interact with that person or keep that person in their space. Right. Cause that's okay. yeah. Like if I, <laughs> you know, on like if if you ever had a plenty of fish account, it's any any dating account. It'll tell you what is it you're looking for, friends, dating, all of that. So if mine says I'm looking for a long term relationship, comma marriage, and yours says just friends, nothing serious. Why do you think that I'm gonna even communicate with you? Like we're not even looking for the same things at this point. You know why? Because they're used to women. They're used to when men are used to women saying one thing and settling for another. So just because we say it, just because we print it, just right. because we wear it, we don't do to the She might say like she might say something different yeah. if, in her in her DMs. And it's hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. we do we do. I mean, sometimes you know. So, we sometimes women hold to a different standard than what they put out there in public. You know what I'm saying? So if if hey. men were not getting away with this, they would not do the shit. And well, well, and for me, I would say that I, I can change my mind too. If I say I was looking for a relationship, I mean just a friendship, and then I meet a woman who's looking for a relationship, a long term relationship, and I happen to communicate. I mean, it's nothing wrong with communicating with you. We happen to we happen to kick it. Then my mindset has changed. I might actually like you, and now I'm, I'm my status changed from just looking for a friendship to, you know, I'm interested in you. So I'm not gonna, you know, hold myself back because you know we on two different so um, occasions. I might I might change my mind. Let me. Try. I might actually. I might me. even give you the opportunity because I'm not looking at potential. You could put. I'm not gonna. For I'm as for me as a woman, it's like we're always looking at oh, this could probably be you know the potential of something. Like no, like how you show up to me right now, and then right now you say you're looking for nothing serious. Like I'm gonna take you at what you say right now because I'm not gonna worry about what you say tomorrow because I may not know you tomorrow. I may not see you tomorrow. Like I don't. (laughs) at face value and okay. I'm not going to play these games and carry this back and forth like maybe he'll change his mind I did that for eight years and okay. you know what I mean like no man or woman is not changing the next person's mind either they are going to change because they want to change but they're not going to change because of something that 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 you've done or you've caused. And I will tell you this, that when you write something down, I'm, I'm the type of person, when I want something, when I want to do something, when I set goals, I write them down, I make them visual, I confirm them, I affirm them. And when you write something and you write in your profile that that's what you're looking for, then like CJ said, I'm taking you at face value. There is no way that I'm going to make the assumption. Once again, this would be assumption that I would make on my part, which would be a very poor assumption that maybe he might be looking for something different no he said that this is what he was looking for i don't have time to see if he gonna change his mind 
If he wanted, if he was looking for the possibility of a potential anything later down the line, then he would put, then he would, he would not put the not looking for anything serious. He would not put that. When a guy put, when a man or woman writes down, when they say, I'm not looking for anything serious, believe them, stop trying to, we can't try to see through some words that aren't there and make shit up that we ain't, that we, he's never heard. Listen, we build, relate. women build relationships based on him looking at you. Oh, I figured we was in a relationship because you look, you know, I'm telling you. Women will make a relationship because mm-hmm. you just. I mean, we, could be, we could be on the first date and planned our future, planned our wedding, what our kids gonna wear, the baby, the, uh, how many babies, how many how babies, babies we gonna have, what kind of house we gonna be in on Wait. the whole first date, and that's in within the first hour, like exactly. We not, have, like that's where our, our mind goes there. Exactly, exactly. And it's for me like one thing I I, I kind of have the be, like been practicing like spiking my mind out because I. We naturally go there. Like it's almost like an instinct. Like I'm on the prowl. Like I need I need a man. I need a husband kind of thing. But it's like I don't lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I think you <laughs> you lost the whole thing. <laughs> That's what listen, I do that too. So we what were oh my god. So we were so we were so I was saying that we are not going. We shouldn't make assumptions, or you shouldn't expect us to make assumptions. Like I might change your mind, and you know, women, we come up. You know, we psych ourselves out, think because we slept with him, or we did, or you know, perform right. some, you know, act, and we automatically uh-huh. in a relationship with this dude. He done called me three days in a row. This my man. Let me tell you, I see it all the time. Oh, so I had no. Okay, I remember what I was going to say, but I'm going to say this first. My rule was this: I tell guy on the first date. I said, and I say this to guys because I want to see who is like gonna still try to play me. But first day, I always say to guy, if I have sex with you, that means we go together. That means we want you, you gotta change your Facebook status to in a relationship with Sierra Gita, and you gotta you gotta be my boyfriend. Like if you have sex with me, that's the rule. Oh wow! <laughs> and they would laugh. They would they would laugh at me, but. When they when they when they when they went to have sex, I'm like, I'm serious about my rule. Like, I am not playing. I'm looking dead in your face, and mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, I'm serious. So if you're not ready to be exclusive with me, don't lay down with me. Mm-hmm. One nigga tried it, <laughs> and he thought I was joking. Like, no, nigga, we go together. Like, right, right, right. right. I'm not playing. You thought I was joking. <laughs> You uh, you got a girlfriend, okay? Right. A whole girlfriend. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to say the whole, that whole thing. A whole girlfriend. Oh, man. She said it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. All right. So, hold on, hold on. What happened to the, what happened to the, is, is he in the book too? Who? The the one that you had a what's that word the whole girlfriend he had a you had a he no, laid down with no, you no 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 the one that the one of them that's in it is one that abided by my rule and we were together for a while like he's in it his chapter is called the one that got away I figured and I, that one wasn't in mine I can't wait to get the book I'm excited 
so the one that got away. So that means that um, that means that he got away from. He like, was I, a good I let him. I, I let oh, a okay. good man slip away. There we go. There we go. There we go. Don't be trying to say But listen, we can admit what? this stuff. Thank you. I wasn't saying. I, <clears throat> that's what I, I was trying to do. You was trying to come for us. Don't you? No, no, no. I, I was oh, not trying to come for y'all. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you was doing. <laughs> no, wait. I, I need, yeah, I need to read this book because that, yeah, what chapter is that? What chapter is that? Six or I seven, want, I think. I, I, I want to see how this man got away. How Sierra let this man get away. I want to. I want to read. And I'll tell you this about that chapter. I think that my the biggest hurdle that uh, that got in the way was faith. Mm. Faith. So okay. So meaning his faith wasn't, or just faith. Period. Like um, you guys were on he, different the same. He believed in this universal God thing, and I was like, "No, Jesus is the what? What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're confused there. Right, right, right. But I let. He never had no real specific like spiritual practice. Like I went to church. I was involved in ministry. I, you know, I did all that. He didn't have that. He didn't do anything. So I think that I I feel, I personally felt like I allowed that to get in the way because I didn't see really see that. Okay, yeah, this is what he said he believes, but he ain't practicing anything. Did you did you discuss it with him? Uh, we discussed it once. We discussed it once, and I was just like, I, I can't. I can get past this. Mm-hmm. But it was so ingrained in me, mm. so ingrained in me, beaten in my head that since be equally yoked. That be equally yoked. Yep. It, yeah. it, 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 it was ingrained in me, like, it still, like, breaks my heart a little bit. Like, dang, like, like this was a really good dude. Like, my family loved him. Like. Like this is a really good dude, and I and we're we're friends. Like I have nothing but love for him, and he's in a relationship now. I'm really really happy, and I'm happy for him. But it still breaks my heart, like that I really let a good one right. slip away. Yeah. So I so I, I will tell you that while the church has given us a pretty firm foundation, is really screwed a lot of us women up too. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna tell yes, you why because because we, they're not. The, the mothers of the church are not 100% honest with us about, about they're not transparent about the things that they've gone through and about the changes and the disappointments and the hurt and heartache that really comes with finding or becoming equally yoked because some of them didn't start out equally yoked. And that's the fact of the matter, you know, and so we dismiss people, we, the ones who've grown up in church, we'll dismiss people quickly, quickly, if we say that, you, that, um, that Look, we lost it. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll um, go ahead. Oh, but, but we, as women, we will dismiss men quickly if we say, if, if we 
feel or we find out that we're not equally yoked. There is there is two guys that I have dated that I was not that I know for a fact that I was not equally yoked with. Now the other ones they believed in God. They went to church on Sundays sometimes, but they didn't have a relationship with God. So it is just the fact that we both believe in God us being equally yoked because I do believe that truly and honestly that somebody's walk is going to be further along than the others and mm-hmm. I do believe that just like we can build together we can grow spiritually together if I could if I continue to walk my walk and he and I am leading by example and then I feel um, I strongly feel that he would want to be a part of that and that has happened to me and that happened to me in my marriage, you know, I continue to walk the way I was supposed to walk. And he finally decided he was already a Christian, but he had, he had decided, you know what, this is a part of my life that I've been missing and I want to reconnect with God. And I want to, you know, be able to be the head of my household in a godly way for my family. So he did. But um, so I, one guy I dated, he was a Jehovah Witness. I knew that that was a no go. And then um, I have another friend who he says he believes in God, but, you know, um, but he doesn't go to church because, you know, they're, you know, hypocrites there. Guess what? Just like social media breeds, you know, uh, dating players before social media came up and before we had these dating websites, people were still, men were still players, right? They just found another avenue. Um, so, uh, so we still, so those are things that we as women have been brainwashed about. Mm -hmm. We won't give somebody a chance. And that's another one of our standards. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain things that I'm sticking to and I'm going to hold fast to, you know? So, but those are things that, you know, we come up in a church and we have to, and, and you all are like, well, sometimes you can come up to the woman, but we that's not what we were taught and this was we were and somebody was whispering this to us while we was in our mama's womb it's so ingrained in us you know it is so ingrained in us that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing that you have to be yoked that and so you can be evenly yoked uh uh from what everybody else sees he's in church you know you both in church you both active in ministry he can be beating the heck out of you at home is that equal all right so hold on hold on hold on you right, you you right. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Um, Sierra couldn't get back in, so what we're okay. gonna do is we will close it and then come back. Okay. So okay. all of us can get on. Okay. All right, so we'll be back. Hey. All right, so we're back on. Okay, so Latoya. She not on. She not on. Okay, so she get back on. What we were talking about the equally yoke. Oh yeah, yeah. And um so she was explaining herself her situation and um she was saying that she dated um Jehovah Witness and that didn't work out. Um she said no to that and then um she said that um, you know, everybody's walk than others, so and she said that um, a guy could be a Christian but you know, he's beating on his girl, so does that mean yep. that they're equally yoked and you know, things like that. So um I don't know. For me, I was instilled that too. 
that you know I need to date a woman that has the same that believes the same as me and also goes to church just like me and right. um the last relationship can you hear me yes I can yeah so I was explaining to her what what you was explaining to me oh oh yeah yeah <coughs> about our minds are uh-huh. because we are you know from while we're in our mother's womb somebody's whispering to her womb saying that you know you must be evenly yoked and you know who finds a wife finds a good thing and a woman is supposed to submit without us even knowing the scripture for ourselves and not even having a relationship a full relationship with God ourselves not understanding that it takes relationship for us to be evenly yoked you have to have your own personal relationship with God you have to know what God is saying to you saying oh I believe I'm a believer I believe in God too I've had people be very condescending to me like oh I believe in God too you know -uh. take if you were a godly person you wouldn't be talking to me like that so go ahead you're dismissed (laughs) (laughs) so hold up you say you dated a Jehovah Witness I did I did and that didn't work. Um, I, I was in that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. See, I've never, I've never dated anybody outside of my religion and my belief. So you know. You say you've never. No, I've never done. I've never done that. I don't um, believe that. You know why? Because I think the one, and I'm just. This is just my personal opinion. I believe that the women who told you, and see, this is the difference. I believe that the women who told you that they were believers, being a believer is different from having a relationship, right? So I have girlfriends who do not speak foot in church. But when I tell you that they are filled with nothing but they know that they know that they know who God is, we will have Bible study all the time. But they're not, you know, involved in church. You know, they're not going to church every Sunday, which is fine. I'm not judging nobody because they don't go to church. I have cousins and family who does not go to church all the time, but they are believers. But I think that the women that you have dated, I don't know that they were, you know, actively. I don't know that they actively had a relationship with God. It's one thing to bless your food. It's another thing to really try and make sure that his word is written on your heart and to make sure that you stay connected with him. Okay. Okay. Well, um, Sierra has to sign off. So um, any, any last remarks, Sierra? Um, no. Just buy buy your books. (laughs) Buy the book. Okay. And and the name of this book is Sincerely CJ, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yes. So that's the name of the book, Sincerely CJ. So you guys buy the book. I've already I need to buy the book too. It's pretty good. It's interesting. I like it. I need to buy the book too. So I'm gonna support in the next um I might come to your book signing, but um I probably had something I don't know what happened. It's all good, it's all good. I'm gonna do a few more soon. I just, I'm just trying to catch my breath. It's a lot going on, so probably well, <laughs> I'll probably do some in November. Oh, you probably you do another one in November. Okay, so can I get a can I get your autograph when I when I come? Mm-hmm. I'm bringing my cool. book with me. And where where is it going to be? You know where is it going to be? No, not yet. I'm still um, looking at venues right now. 
but um, okay. it's gonna be a, a, a book signing <laughs> with a twist. Oh, so, okay. like a little like dating singles mixer twist. I'm still trying to figure it out. Oh shoot! Oh, oh shoot. my god! I love that. So, I, like, I, one of my rules is that couples are allowed to come, but they have to bring an eligible bachelor or bachelorette. They cannot just come. Okay. All right. So it's like this, like speed dating, basically. Not really, because I'm not gonna force you to sit and have a quick conversation with someone. But if you, it's an opportunity for you to be in a space where you could potentially meet someone. I like that. That sounds fun. Oh, so, we appreciate you. You know, I do. I hope people find who they're supposed to be with. Yeah, absolutely. So y'all, so hold up. Last question. So y'all believe that every that there's somebody out there for everybody. If they if they want somebody, yes. Yeah, I'm about to say if you want if the person wants somebody, some some people may not want to be with somebody. Right now, I don't believe I don't believe in the one. Like I don't believe that there is just the one that God created for me, and I don't believe that because if that were true, then divorce wouldn't exist. Because then that would mean somebody that married off and now everybody else is messed up and know the one's line. Like, you know, now my, my the one is with somebody else because someone back in 2,000 years ago that married the wrong person. <laughs> I don't, that's why I don't believe in the one. Like, there is no such thing. That makes sense. That makes sense. I never thought of it. <clears throat> Yeah, she got me coughing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Like well, um, yeah, that's yeah, funny. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We appreciate. Yes, you. thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was. This was fun. This was definitely fun. We gotta do this again. Definitely. Let me know. Okay. I, I definitely, I definitely will. And um, let me know what's the name of your podcast so I can shout it out. um, living single with sincerely cj and it's basically i'm gonna be talking about my dating life i'm telling all of my business and i'm also like just kind of allowing people to see how it is to be whole and single (laughs) Mm. oh that's good that's good hold on hold on on. what's you mean by whole complete person like i am a complete woman nothing nothing broken someone to complete you so yeah i'm completely content with who i am where i am yeah. in my life yeah. oh, okay. and i don't any man that comes into my life is a is a bonus like cake is still good without icing yes it is thank you oh well what about well, pound cake Cake is good without icing. I don't eat cake. You, Joseph, stop it. Why? I, I don't. I haven't eaten cake in so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm living my best life. <laughs> in all sense of the word, I love my life, and I just want to see more single people enjoying their life and not getting so caught up in the whole pressure of, oh, I got to find someone because it's been ingrained in us to, oh, you, you you grow up, you go to school, you get a job, you get married. Like, right, right. Yeah. oh. That creates a life of depression. We have so many people yeah. who suffer from that. 
It does. Well, and, and then I think our, that, but our parents do it too. Our parents put pressure right. on us. And I think mom, that because I know it, how like it leads to a lot of that depression stuff and that pressure. And you get that pressure, especially around this time of year. You might come up on the holiday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is, during this time of year, I always plan like a Friendsgiving because, and I just invite random people I barely talk to on Facebook. <laughs> Because I know that there are a lot of people out there who are single, who who aren't like, who don't have a lot or don't have like a good group of friends or whatever. And they just need to feel included in something. And the holidays, people feel the loneliest during this time of year. Suicide rates are higher during the holiday season. So my whole mission is always this time of year to get people, like do a lot of group activities. Friendsgiving, like I'll go do something like, let's all go ice skating or something like just so that people can stay in good spirits. Because I love this time of year, mm-hmm. but I also feel sad because there are a lot of people who feel lonely and depressed during this time of year. I love that. I'm the same way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I love that. I never thought of it that way. That's, that's perfect. Um, yeah, this is a hard time of year for people. Wow. Yep. I'm touched. I'm sure you start stuff on Facebook. You already well. A lot, it's been calming down lately, so I guess um people are full on in their cuffing season or working on it. <laughs> I think so. so they might be Sierra, cuffing season. Yeah, you believe you believe in cuffing season, Sierra? Um, I have never had the opportunity to experience cuffing season, so I can't say if I do or don't. Okay. I, the only reason why I believe in this year is because oh my goodness. At a certain time of year, all of a sudden, I just noticed it last year. I didn't even know about it until I started being on Facebook more. Just last year, all of a sudden around, I'm going to say around August, September. Uh-huh. August. August September, <laughs> all of a sudden, my DM was blowing up. Like last year, I had so many people in my DM. Like nobody ever comes in my DM. Ever. And then all of a sudden, and then this year, I started getting hit to the game. You know, I started joining Facebook groups. I started talking to Joe and, you know, listening to other people. I was like, oh, okay, I got you now. I won't steer you on wrong. On my page. I was like, all right, ladies, be careful. I gave I them the date to schedule. I'm sure, I sure, I'm sure it's a nice thing to experience, but I'll my only concern with cuffing season is that's where people, that's where bitches be getting pregnant at, and I need that in my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so a, I'm okay with being alone. That's another. <laughs> that's another. Uh, that's another podcast that we need. That, that mm. another time and day about. Yeah, right. Okay. Ladies, ladies getting pregnant. It's made wild ladies getting pregnant. Why? Uh, I know ain't no good reason enough in the world for me to get pregnant on purpose. If I even if I get married, it's gonna be like, oh dang, babe, like we got we about to have a baby. Like it's not gonna be, oh, I'm planning this and watching my ovulation schedule. Like people do. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm gonna get ready to go to bed. I've been um up a long time today. But thank you so much for joining us here. It was a yes. Thank you so much. And Thank let let me know me. let me know when your pop when you have when you want me on your podcast so, uh, so okay you know, can, okay let me, let me get into my my new apartment and then I'll figure out my schedule my new apartment party okay 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 yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. but it's a pleasure guys 
Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It was evening. a pleasure. Have a good evening, Steve. Have a good evening, y'all. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye-bye.